0: We'll
1: Gentlemen, welcome to casting the spotlight episode number 36. Today, today we got on the guy who made the music the you music. just heard. The sick beat that introed the episode. He's right here. Rick, Ladies and gentlemen.
2: Ricky Pickle, what's up guys? <laughs> P-I-K-L
1: Pickle. Fucking making all your own jams, man. Me and my
2: buddy Aval made that a few years ago. Pretty good time. One of my first songs we ever made together.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: damn, you've been making music a little bit then, huh? Well, I've been trying to. It's just <laughs> time-consuming, but I've been mixing quite a bit and then fr- throwing a couple shows with him and then been trying to get some shit ready for some festival season in the next couple years.
1: Yeah. yeah. I've still never been to a festival, man. I know how crazy <laughs> that is for you to hear. <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, honestly, I suggest everyone should at least give it a shot. I know it's not for everybody, but it's a whole different realm of life that people are not used to experiencing, and I think that everybody should give it a shot.
1: Yeah, he's got the Electric Forest hat on as we speak. Yeah, Electric Forest (laughs)
2: 2019, one of the best festivals of all time, hands down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you've been to, do you even know how many you've been to at this point?
2: Um probably at least 35 30 somewhere in that range
1: yeah I know you there for a while it seemed like you went to like multiple summer yeah so. I mean,
2: I try to it's just uh, trying to get vacation time and stuff sometimes you know yeah but I mean totally worth it I'm going to Electric Forest this year in Wakan at Mulberry Mountain the first place I ever went to a festival at so I'm pretty excited for that Oh, you're making a homecoming then, huh? Well, I mean, I never would have expected to have another festival there with all my favorite DJs, because mm-hmm. that's the main music I'm into right now, and it's going to be pretty awesome having all of them in my favorite spot to see a concert, especially a festival, getting to camp by the river in the mountains of Arkansas, hiking trails, waterfalls bass music what could be better (laughs) how many days is that one this one is three should be thursday all day friday all day saturday all day and then usually they're friday saturday sunday but Mm -hmm. i guess they're doing thursday friday saturday that's kind of cool though i mean i like it too so more people can come because you can just do friday and saturday and then drive back make it to work monday morning yeah Yeah. so i kind of like the idea but i'm pretty excited to go back had the address memorized and everything before I even looked. <laughs> Favorite place
1: ever. Well, maybe one day you'll hit it big and you'll be able to perform there. I mean, I would hope so. <laughs>
2: that would definitely be a dream. If not, at least throw a festival there. Yeah. Even if it was something small, it would be very exciting, very thrilling. I'm excited to go back. Stuff like that definitely motivates you to try to push towards
1: doing something with music. Yeah. Especially, like, traveling somewhere and, like, you know, you're getting to see some different shit. Especially if you got paid to go to the festival, what could be better? Yeah. Yeah, those guys are, and girls, are, like, living their dream. Oh, 100%. Just get to, I mean, I'm sure after a while, like, you have to love the music, because oh, you have I to really, I really...
2: definitely love the music. Yeah. Because it's what I listen to on a daily basis. Never really changes... But what people don't realize about electronic music is that you can make anything with a computer. So and it just there's so many much. genres. It varies so much on person-to-person, song-to-song. Every Everything's mm. unique because there's so many things that you can do with it that people don't realize.
1: It's really art. It's a very artistic form of music. 100%. And it's definitely really?
2: extremely complex, and it takes intelligent people to be able to do something that intricate. Yeah, yeah you were talking about it earlier, like the fucking... Uh, just so hard to remember certain things and do certain things so when you see people come up with these masterpieces made of things for subwoofers it's just pretty (laughs) mind-blowing what people can do with different noises different instruments and then make it collide together for these masterpieces made for giant sound systems
1: (laughs) yeah it is kind of funny with like electronic music though because you're like in reality if you really think about it you're just like Oh, wow, like, I fucking love that noise. What is that noise that they're making right now? Yeah, that noise is always (laughs)
2: something you're chasing because always somebody else is coming out with that noise and you're like, damn, what is that? And that's what's exciting about it because there's always something new. Like, you think that it can't get better and then somebody else comes out with some stuff and you're just like, Jesus Christ, I don't know how you do it. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of upcoming artists in the game right now that I'm pretty excited about, so that'll be fun yeah
1: yeah Yeah, it's constantly growing I feel like it's still growing electronic music
2: I mean people think it's dead but then they don't go to these festivals and concerts and you see giant historical venues getting sold out by DJs that most people never even hear of but Mm -hmm. the fan base is so devoted that if you've got a concert in your area or a show in your area you're gonna try to hit it to support the artists and because they're fucking awesome so, yeah, <laughs> that definitely helps. And then being here in St. Louis, I mean, they throw shows. I mean, at least a few a month. So like, it's hard to beat. And I live so close to so many concert venues. I live one point four miles away from a
1: pretty famous one that DJs play all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad we're back to having concerts and shows and comedy shows and wrestling events and. You know, everything began.
2: No, 100%. I'm definitely excited that the pandemic is starting to subside a little bit. Uh, blues games are coming back. Hell yeah. yeah. Baseball games are coming back. Basketball games are coming back. Pretty much every state except New York is open to sporting events <laughs> without COVID vaccines, without doing anything, because, I mean, the percentages have dro- uh, dropped dramatically, so hopefully we're looking at a Hopefully, like six months come out of the pandemic would be what I'm hoping for. Hopefully, this
1: yeah. summer is a little better with it for sure. I mean,
2: with I'm seeing pretty much everything drop the restrictions. I mean, I wouldn't say everything. If we're going Obviously, into
1: warmer weather in summer, in cases theoretically would go down. Theoretically, they said it multiplied more in the summer. Versus is what I remember hearing.
2: It gets really bad. The problem I mean, is viruses now? always yeah.
1: spread in the winter time because everybody's immunity system. You know what I'm saying like you don't get a lot of people don't get vitamin D. A lot of people fucking, you know, you get sicker as you're staying indoors and you're spreading shit in enclosed no, areas really more. Spaces. more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely nice having like shows and stuff like that again. Oh yeah, fucking. It's
2: the, I mean. It's we- It was weird going to all these festivals and concerts and stuff and then buying all your tickets and everything a year in advance and the next thing you know, two weeks before, canceled, canceled, canceled. And then, <laughs> the next- then the next year comes around and you're like, all right, hell yeah, and then it's canceled, canceled, canceled. <laughs> and I've been holding on to some of these tickets for three years now. And it's just like, man, it sucks because you spend that much money on something. You want to be able to use it and you have to wait three years, but there's nothing they can do about it part of it because that's definitely not the only thing experiencing problems is concerts that's the least of the worry but when you're so used to going to them all the time
1: and then that just gets cut out of your life for a a while yeah
2: definitely a change of pace compared to what i was used to
1: yeah yeah things definitely like slowed down to some extent and yeah it was kind of rough yeah i had a few like i was starting to hit some comedy shows, too, because a lot of stand-ups that I listen to podcasts to were hitting the area. Really? So I started buying a bunch of tickets and stuff, and then a whole bunch of shit got canceled because COVID, yeah. and I was like, well...
2: I saw the <laughs> Practical Jokers came to St. Louis, and I was pretty sad that I let that slip by. <laughs> because the Practical Jokers are awesome. And yeah, everybody knows them. And the thing is, is I really did not know about them until I moved to Nashville with my girlfriend, and then... She started showing me these three funny-ass guys. I am like, who are these guys? They're not over the top. They're not extremely vulgar, but they're just naturally hilarious. But yeah. And I yeah, I just figured a stand-up show with them would be pretty awesome. Because if, if they're that good just making the same games funny over and over and over, <laughs> and over and over and over again, what can they do with stand-up that they can be entirely creative with? So I would like to see that. But I saw that Steve-O came here to St. Louis a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah. That would have been Schneider,
2: been a good uh who was it?
1: Jeff Duncan in like came. January, yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw uh, Bert Kreischer and Bill Burr, and we were uh, supposed to see Theo Vaughn. You guys know you guys Tim that. Allen,
2: Home Improvement Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's coming to St. Louis to the Steeple Theater, and I figured that would actually be kind of funny. He's, I kind of liked Home Improvement. Funny show. Uh, very underrated. <laughs> <laughs> very underrated. Sometimes I, I leave my TV on for our puppy. And it comes on sometimes when I come home, and then at first I was like, "Yeah, I don't really like this show, but then I started realizing that it's pretty adult-based, because when you're a kid, you don't really think about it, and then, pretty freaking funny. Great yeah. show. Definitely <laughs> shows his talent, just natural, funny ability. Oh, without, yeah. Yeah. You're like, talented. while being a family dad, but yeah. being hilarious.
0: <clears throat>
2: so, quite funny.
1: Yeah, that's always, like, a role that they can put famous actors in and you can kind of just be yourself if you play like a dad or a mom or something and shit but you just like get that aspect out of it like oh you got a family too but like when they put those famous people in those kind of roles it's like ah, they kind of just want them to be (laughs) that person
2: yeah uh, I've never really that's one thing I would like to be able to do I've never really went to a stand up show and I figured that would be pretty fun because I know they've got small comedy clubs and stuff around oh, every yeah. big city that you can just go get a cover charge for $5 and go check them out. Who knows? You might find someone super funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You might catch the next big thing before he becomes the next big thing. Somebody's got to start somewhere. Yeah.
1: That's what I was going to say. they got to come up some, somewhere somehow. I mean, And everybody's got pod, you know podcasts now to advertise themselves and shit like that. That no, really helps. Sure. I like,
2: mean, with internet and social media, I mean, marketing is definitely key with anything.
1: Oh, yeah. As you know, you're talking about earlier, people make music never gets discovered, and it's some of the best shit you ever heard. Oh, no,
2: but- 100%. I'll be scrolling through SoundCloud, and then I'll see music, and I'm like, holy crap. If somebody really famous was playing that stuff live, people would be like, holy shit, what is this? But just because nobody sees it, and nobody knows that it's great, and it sits there on. These platforms for music never getting any views because they're not getting properly marketed and people don't know, people don't know what to do because it's a difficult process. Yeah, it's not just two clicks of the button you get your music out to the whole world. It's not that simple.
1: No, and now everybody mm-hmm. multiplies because everybody that does that like knows about it. and Now there's even more ways to share shit and more shit than ever. TikTok, so there's more competition. There's quote unquote.
2: Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. What else is there? Social media wise. I know
1: there's more than that yeah Twitter Twitter what else like you TikTok said, yeah
2: Tumblr is that a thing? I, that was a thing that was a thing I well, know I it was it, at some point I don't know if it no I haven't had Reddit with social medias in a while yeah I mean that's just there's definitely ways but it's just hard sometimes you use the same hashtags and stuff and nobody sees it and you're like what do people do yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah but you gotta start somewhere I mean you gotta push your talents out if you wanna be seen
1: you gotta fight through the bullshit though especially on like those music or those like uploading platforms you can yeah. upload videos or you can upload songs or whatever cause YouTube try,
2: try YouTube I mean Facebook get people to share stuff but then you don't want to be annoying because so you're sending people your comedy skits that nobody cares about right? <laughs> yeah. you know you're sending your music that people listen to country and they're like what is this evil dubstep Satan music and you're like what <laughs> you know but I don't know. You're you all I know, I know man. Just, yeah. just share it.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, wildlife we live in. Yeah, it's it, like it it is hard. Like sometimes because people don't, you don't want to like annoy, you know, friends and some people too much with if you're trying to get out your stuff. But like you have to find ways to market yourself, and if it's really good, like you know saying, a lot of the time it'll catch on with a group of people, and hopefully that'll breed more people because you know they'll listen, and that's why like especially whenever we do the podcast, we like. We're not even, we don't even necessarily always have, like, a, you know, we just, we just kind of go from, you know, one guest over here, like, the conversation might be about, like, something completely different than what this one's going to be like. We like to keep it, like, really fucking, like, variety so that, you know, each person, like, also, it's more exposure the more you branch out and the more, you know what I'm saying, like, um, but yeah, it just, it always, like, multiplies and people share shit, though. It helps. Yeah. 'Cause inevitably that, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna say inevitably it's like they know people that you don't know or they're yeah. friends with people that you're not friends with, so it's going to spread and they have their closest people that are gonna be interested in what they're doing just because they're in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like everybody that we bring in, like that's you know what I'm saying the case, like they're gonna have like maybe a core audience or a friends or family, you know, whoever it may be. And, you know, obviously your stepbrother, he's been on the podcast before. Oh, yeah, you don't old oh. small fry. <laughs> One of my
2: favorite people in the whole world, if not my favorite person in the whole world. Did you listen to his them. episode? Oh, yeah, I, I listened to it. Oh,
1: yeah, I, was, I saw the views on his episode jump up in recent days, and I don't know if maybe you checked it out before you knew you were going to along. I
2: listened to it. Yeah. Uh, great guy. Definitely a Great guy huge dog, you know. <laughs> that's a new thing. Me and a co-worker started. You get somebody, great guy, huge dog. <laughs> it's hilarious because they take it as a compliment and then they get really weirded out. And you're like, great guy, huge dog. <laughs> hilarious. Always good to make
1: people laugh. Oh yeah. One of my favorite things to do, 100%. It is, I mean, it is a compliment, though, if you're trying to compliment no, being saying. a great like, guy, you know? What's a better compliment than having great a huge guy. dog? Huge <laughs> dog, 100%. Great guy. <laughs> yeah,
2: I told I told my buddy at work that uh, I picked that up from him because I say that to my girlfriend sometimes, and she just looks at me like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, <laughs>
1: fish, great guy, huge dog. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle, but straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he saw fucking uh, Jeff Hardy made his debut in AEW, huh? Yes. Oh my
2: gosh, that was so exciting! I've got yeah. my Jeff Hardy tattoo, my Jeff Hardy necklace on right now. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's I back. Pretty, I was pretty excited I at mean, him. He looked healthy. He looked excited. Uh, obviously, to see him back in the tag game with Matt's going to be exciting because yeah, that's cool. any tag team division with the Hardy Boys immediately gets better.
1: It's a lot of veteranship. It's a lot of like. It's a lot of stuff they can offer. It's motivation like, for younger the younger time.
2: guys. They're working with the Hardy Boys. I
1: think they're going to go on yeah. another tag title run.
2: I mean, realistically, one of the m- most, if not the most exciting tag team of all time, especially yeah. Jeff. I mean, some of the things that he did throughout the course of his career. I mean, what was it? A 30 or 60 foot swanton on freaking Randy Orton? Yeah. yeah like, it was, who does that? He was like 30. Feet. I mean, realistically, who does that? It's wild. And you can tell his body hurts, but seeing him hit the small oh, yeah. off the top rope again was pretty exciting, because he's kind of, with the WWE over the last couple of years, he, he would only hit it in key special moments, oh, and yeah. it's pretty exciting to see that he's hitting it again, and hopefully that they have enough in the tank to have a quality run as tag champs in AEW, I mean, that would be solid.
1: He deserves that last little redemption run in AEW, I think. Yeah, like, gotta prove cool. himself one last time and show he's still fucking Jeff Hardy. And
2: he's one of the top fan favorites of all time, no, oh, yeah. arguably. Yeah. Like, anytime his music hits, pub, it don't matter if he's getting his ass whooped by Shelton Benjamin for the U.S. <laughs> championship, getting cheered. Like, the dude can get absolutely annihilated like a jobber. Hell yeah, Jeff Hardy! You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah,
1: people are still gonna be excited the next time he comes out. Hundred yeah. percent. He's exciting I mean, and he's relatable. Like a lot of people feel like, I don't know, no, you I feel, you like feel I, Jeff Hardy's humanistic, like, like.
2: I, I definitely relate to Jeff Hardy. I mean, he's definitely going up through the ups and downs and stuff. I mean, it's not the greatest things he could have done, but at the same time, it's always exciting and motivational to see people go and fight through adversity and keep pulling through. No matter how many times you fall down, he's back up on those top props top <laughs> yeah. top ropes time and some motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he comes back. Like yeah. he's the thing is like he's had, he's yeah. hit some of the lowest of lows, but like he has had some of the highest of highs and a lot of people love him. Like 100%. you know what I'm saying? Like he's one of the all like. And I really said.
2: I really like art and he's got a definitely a unique taste on his music and definitely a unique taste on his art. Mm-hmm. Like, his graffiti, like he does graffiti art and sculptures and paintings and stuff. He used to have a website that was up, but for some reason over the last couple years it just hasn't been up. He used to sell his paintings. You could get a legitimate, original Jeff Hardy painting for like 100 bucks. Yeah. You know, like a, he would paint his face in all these different variations, which I feel, I mean, based off his mood at the time or something, it's just super cool, you know, because his face paint's always different, and then... Pretty much the paintings were his faces and these different shapes and forms and colors. And it was just pretty unique to see, like, what he was feeling that day is what he created. And I'm like, interesting. Definitely, the guy seems more complex than just a WWE wrestler that's mm-hmm. oh, wild. Yeah. I mean, seeing, what was it, him and Jeff Hardy, or him and Matt's area that with all these giant sculptures and stuff in the yard in Carolinas or whatever. When I watched the, the Hardy Boys documentary, Twist of Fate... I was like, that's pretty freaking cool. Very unique. Great guy. Huge dong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's an artist for sure in everything he does. It definitely seems like every like what you said about the mood, it like it would pretty much every, like it would make every painting like one of a kind. Because oh, yeah. he's always like doing something different, but that's that's something like he would do. You know what I mean? Like, make just a whole fucking line of paint. Like, everything individualized to oh, to what he was, like, yeah, doing.
2: And I saw that with AEW, he de- debuted a new necklace. I saw it, and I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> oh. You
1: just check swear. AEW shop?
2: Dude, they don't, I mean, they haven't even been selling these ones in years, man. You have to, like, I got this one. Because uh, I lost my other one at a music festival. It <laughs> fell off. I had it since I was, like, 11 years old, wore it for 12 years, roughly, and then I looked down after Lost Lands 2017 or 18, and it was gone. (laughs) It was gone, so the next day I got back, and I got a picture of it online, and I tattooed it to my chest, so I can never lose it again, (laughs) And and then I eventually replaced it after a few months, but they didn't sell the WWE official one, so, oh well.
1: Yeah on you forever oh yeah exactly that's what I'm yeah. saying even if I lose this
2: one I mean I got it forever never going away exact replica
1: <laughs> that's kind of funny though you just like <laughs> got it tattooed on you oh yeah I mean, like, I was pretty
2: excited about it it's something I was wanting to do for a while and I figured once I lost it I was pretty distraught about it so I said you know what I'm gonna get it tattooed and well, it'll never go away well better
1: time than then 100% and then I eventually got a replacement,
2: and it was all good. I think I got this one off of eBay, though. But still, like, they didn't sell them officially anymore. Like, you could get yeah. people's replicas, but I don't know if it was because of his past or whatever. They just didn't really sell them. And sh- with the way the day and age now, that's probably too sharp to freaking sell. <laughs> the kids, you know? like legitimately. Yeah. can yeah. be used as a weapon. Like, what they say legitimately I mean there's definitely been a couple of times where I've been poked with it and stuff like jumping around oh yeah but oh well I get used to it when you never take it off <laughs> shower with it everything never take it off it's just one of those things it's like part of me as a human <laughs>
1: hey that's a that just is a testament to Fucking WWE merchandise right there. That bastard lasted 12 years (laughs) in the shower and everything.
2: But literally, though, (laughs) the the necklace part kind of broke, but the pendant itself never gave up. No. Not even once. Pretty exciting. It's like Jeff Hardy. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Never give up. 100%. Yeah, man, he's had quite the career... Uh, so w- have you guys been watching any of the lead up to WrestleMania?
1: Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've
2: actually been kind of enjoying Brock Lesnar's new character. I've been kind of Roman Reigns' just whole heel persona. I think he's playing it great because it was at the point where he was still getting cheers as a heel, and now he's straight getting jeers entirely. Just playing the playing the role pretty good, and then I like to see. Uh, a lot of the match Edge and AJ Styles. Yeah, that's gonna that's be great. that's insane. Edge's yeah. new theme music he's been using. Edge's whole persona he's got after he completely fucking annihilated him with the chair. Yeah, and now changed his outfit, changed his song, his whole creepy. He's, he's got to change up it up this.
1: for people to to sell him or yeah to be sold as him as a heel because people want to cheer him like he's a See, great. He's kind of
2: like Randy, you know, Randy Orton like. Randy Orton's usually always a heel and people just love him at this point. Because yeah. RK out of, out of nowhere, what can be better? Hundred <laughs> percent. He's been
1: there for twenty years too. It's like who's more consistent? And, yeah, you know? that's what I'm
2: saying. He's consistently there. Like almost on raw his pretty much entire
1: career mm-hmm. and consistently. He just co- set the record event or main event. Constantly. You just set the record for the most raw matches of all time. Yeah, and most pay per views. So if he wrestles another nine years, yeah. If he wrestles another nine years, uh he'll it'll be far and above Randy Orton like absurdly higher than anybody else
2: yeah I feel like with the way his shape is right now he's I've really seen no drop off in his ability over the last 20 years no like legitimately he's no. always been technical he's always been precise he's always relatively had the same move set but something that he sold so very well and he does it just as good if not as better than ever and mm dudes shit house now like he's definitely bulked up he was definitely lean towards the beginning of his career yeah and now he's i mean he's he's in damn good shape for what 42 43 years old probably at this point
1: yeah i think he's I mean, probably, he's he's gotta probably be like because he won the
2: championship at what 20 or 19
1: uh, mean, SummerSlam 04, so it was a little after, like WrestleMania. 20. Okay, yeah, but yeah, how uh, old was he though? Twenty four. Twenty four. Okay,
2: okay. okay, he was still one of the youngest yeah, He was a young guy. Because yeah. I think he was born in like Who was the one one? Was something or something. Who like won at nineteen? I swear somebody did. Who won? The uh,
1: WWE Championship. Uh, Lesnar from Angle. Okay. Yep. But,
2: okay. Yeah. That's Triple one. H defended the he world heavyweight was right against Booker T in college.
1: He wasn't, like, 19 years old. Oh, no, 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 wait. No, 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 okay, yeah, we were losing each other. Yeah, no, I thought you meant WrestleMania 19. That's what I thought you meant. But, yeah, no, he, because that was in 03. He won the belt in 04 from Thou Shall Not Be Named, Chris Benoit, in (laughs) SummerSlam, fucking 2004. Yeah. Uh, Um, That was... He was super young, though, too. He was, like, he was, yeah. Yeah, Brock was, like, 25, I think. I think Brock was and he was like twenty five or twenty six maybe and then Orton said it like a, a two years after and he was twenty four. You know, Orton and Jeff have always been my two favorites,
2: hands down. And it's nice to see. I, I kind of like RK bro. Yeah, I'm
1: done with it. they're yeah they're good. Yeah, I, I they're like a unique
2: combo. They're fun. They're silly. They bring out a different side of Randy Orton. That's again. what
1: I, That's what I thought too.
2: Riddle's athleticism based with Orton's preciseness it just works out perfectly as tag teams because they never set up exciting tag teams in the WWE I feel like. Nope. No, I feel they've, they've, been lacking the ta- they've been lacking for so long. There's so many different talents that get wasted that could make arguably better tag teams but they want to push all of the same constant singles wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And I understand that but When you got four people in the ring, that opens up another 50% more skill set. Like crazy moves that you can do and entire different scenarios you can do. that. You know, double power bombs, double suplexes, all these things that are always going to massive crowd pop. And when you have people that are athletic and more exciting and fan favorites, it just makes it that much better. Because people don't get as excited when you don't push the proper wrestlers and then nobody
1: gets excited about your tag teams. Like, no. Like, typically, like, who's working hard and who's getting over, like, gets pushed. Like, who's, I mean, I, like, everybody's pretty much working hard. Like, if you're up there... Oh, they're all working hard. Yeah, all... if you're up, in, especially in WWE's, like, level, you're probably working pretty hard. Oh, 100%. But, it's, but the work you do differs because different people are, are over in, you know, different fashions and shit like that. Some people are not, some people are over, but you can tell they're not... Main event quality, for lack of a you know, better feel like term. There's just
2: so much talent through AEW and just through the wrestling scene in general right now that. Yeah. Oh, under- yeah. I understand there's not enough championships to go around, but there's a SmackDown set of tag titles and there's a Raw sm- set of tag titles. There's four extra titles that, if you use properly, you can put on some of the stars that are over. But not quite made event quality if you set up some quality feuds and quality tag
1: teams. Oh yeah, no, they need to. Like
2: they I used to have... enjoy the Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, but they already broke down apart. Yeah. That they lasted what keep... a month.
1: Nobody comes in as a tag team and stays as a I tag know. team anymore. Everybody is is thrust together because they don't know what else to do with them. See, and just, like uh they were singles wrestlers and then they were thrown in to be a tag yep. team together. Sometimes that makes sense if done right. And may I point out something else? Tag team if you're gonna be a tag team, you're gonna go on a run, you fucking should match a tag team higher, right? <laughs> the colors in the, in the scheme, maybe not, like, so one of you could have pants and, and, like, the shorter, you know, whatever the fuck, but, like... I kind of agree. At least the same You color should scheme. look like a team yeah. if you're a team, and you're going to go on a tag team run.
2: I feel like at least like, the colors have to match up.
1: Yeah, I think I just think it makes sense. No, one hundred percent. But because no, then you,
2: when you're watching it, you're like, are they on the same team? <laughs> for years, <laughs> like, yeah, you don't even know. You're
1: looking. You're like, who is this? Four singles guys. So, who like, do you guys think is the best tag team of all time? Uh, I would I would probably say the Hardys of the Road Warriors. I would probably say the Road Warriors right now because I mean they <sighs> won titles everywhere. They won the fucking Crockett Cup and shit like that. They've won so many, and they're obviously done. R I P to both of them. Yeah. Um. So. You know, like I would probably say them, even though like some of their stuff was even before I was born. I like went back and I've seen a lot.
2: Modern era, you would take.
1: Um, 30s. well, in modern era, really, like, I would just look at, like, active tag teams, and I guess the oh, Hardy sure. Boys, I guess the Hardy Boys still are, but yeah. obviously they're not at their, in their, like, necessarily prime as a team anymore.
2: They've still got potential to they make s- an exciting run. They definitely but, do. I mean, they're not going to be doing They, have n- they
1: don't have a lot to lad-
2: ladder them. matches and stuff at this point in their no. careers, but yeah. no. they've got enough to win some quality matches. They've got enough to run for some 20-minute exciting, maybe some tables matches or something. Yeah. But I don't think I'm, we're gonna be seeing Jeff do swan off twenty foot ladders anymore. In
1: AEW, I really like uh, the Jurassic Express. They're really good. Like yeah, um, I like them a lot too. The Young Bucks have been one of the best tag teams See, in the, the world for years.
2: Some of the best for the years. Where were they wrestling before AEW? Uh,
1: they wrestled in Japan for a long time. Yeah. They wrestled in ROH for a while. They won the See, belts. I've they won the tag name, belts everywhere. I've been, been
2: hearing your names for a long time. I just recently. I mean, I wouldn't say recently, but. Nick and Matt Jackson I took probably a 10 year break from wrestling and I've really gotten into it over the last year and then I've been back in it for the last couple just I've been at least going back and watching at least a Smackdown or Raw every week try to Mm -hmm. you know
1: like, well, if you catch the like the replays on Hulu, like they shorten everything up, insane. like there's yeah, not as much. I usually there's not as much nonsense in there. No, they I you know, I like it. those episodes
2: way more, especially Raw. Mm-hmm. Like SmackDown, they only cut thirty minutes out of. It. Yeah, SmackDown's, Smackdown's times better. I don't care Yeah, says. it is. No, it is.
1: But <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. But
2: <laughs> I mean, Raw. I feel like Raw's always had the better talent in terms of overall roster. But for some reason, it just always works better on SmackDown.
1: They make they yeah they they there's so, yeah, there's just something about it. there was an era where SmackDown was boring as fuck because it was mainly like raw replays and shit and they didn't have anybody over there that was yeah. like that was like the early to mid 2010s. Well, that was I mean, dumb. That was a terrible SmackDown era. SmackDown yeah. was the, <laughs> SmackDown was the
2: second choice, but then I think that it, I mean. It was already better. It's been better for a while, but as soon as it came on Fox, too, that definitely helped because mm-hmm. the popularity. They had to push the... Popularity. It's gotten I mean, better Roman since then, Raines, sure. I mean, who can't, who can't cheer for the guy who had leukemia twice and is coming here running on a 600-day run for champion? That's he's, absolutely, he's a absolutely great... astronomical, and he's putting on better matches than he ever had in his face era. 100%. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: He's finally as over as what they wanted. Like, he has been, I guess, at this point, for two or three years. I think it's the greatest run of all time, in my opinion. With the title?
2: Not even based off of days. With the world title? Yes. He's been running through everybody, man. and Been doing it... I don't know, it yes, it's pushed, but it doesn't seem over the top because they're, I mean, with the Heyman and the Heyman split and then him coming back and then the Bloodline and then all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely switching it up enough to where it doesn't feel stale. And it keeps being interesting. But I'm excited to see because at this point, Reigns already got past Lesnar's
1: record, which is what they wanted, is what I feel like. Yeah. Well, they they also want to bury CM Punk's So, you have Brock break the record, then you have whoever breaks the record. Like, Roman breaks the record, so his gets pushed to the back of the line.
2: But I think that it could be anyone's (laughs) game at WrestleMania. That is something. You think? think This is the first time that I can honestly say I don't know who's truly going to win. I mean, if I was a gambling man, I would say Reigns. But, at the same time, I mean... That's what I'm saying, too. I legitimately don't know. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. I feel like... Lesnar, he's got this entirely different character now. He's playing, like, his natural Nebraska roots, and that's where he came from. I mean, he was, like, a f- grew up in a farm family and stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's cool to see him rocking this
1: different... Apparently, he's, he enjoys this, this, you know, role. He's, like, able to he, I, be a little more free, I feel like, he, and talk. He uses the mic. He
2: shows his personality more. He... Is it seems more. He seems like he's enjoying it. He too. seems like he's enjoying yeah. it, 100%. I But at the same time, I feel like he played his character really well as a heel as well to make he it did. seem like he didn't care. I'm the best there ever is. So oh, yeah. I'll beat everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'll have five of them a thousand times. I don't care. Yeah. You know? And goddamn, he He, did. he kicked <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of
1: everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know and he,
2: so many people talk shit on the man, but... He blew I mean, through the comments. UFC heavyweight champion... Freaking WWE champion! How many times he was on the practice guard for the Minnesota Vikings? If that ain't talented, I don't know what the fuck is.
1: And NCAA, yeah, like champion. Didn't he He win the UFC world title like only like three fights in or four fights in or something like that? Yeah, he literally the heavyweight champ. The The, the the heavyweight title. Then he won the NCAA (laughs)
2: wrestling title. Going for like.
1: That dude's insane. Just a multi-talented athlete. Like, he was voted uh, uh, and ranked the greatest athlete to ever come out of Minnesota. Lesnar, you agree with that? What? I don't know who else is, would be second. Probably. <laughs> the the best athletes- athlete of all, like, that ever came out of Minnesota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't really think of any other athletes coming out of Me Minnesota at the top of my head, so. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, he tried out for the Vikings that one year and didn't make it, but he picked his shit up and started training to fight after that. Yep. So I mean, I mean, he had the balls to do it. He was the last person that got cut from the team too. Yeah, that's
2: what I'm saying. He legitimately almost made it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just because his pure athleticism, his size, his his natural name strength, would help marketing his, purposes too, and fucking oh, his natural producer. his natural strength, and the dude's just. A shithouse is what
1: it boils down to. Yeah. I mean... Me, personally, I was a little bit, like... I do enjoy the fact that at least Brock's role has changed and he is, uh, you know, face-facing this heel Reigns who's been on a tear with the belt. But the main events happen so many times and it happened so many times in Mania, and it's just like... I understand. But, but I do like that it is different. And theoretically, you would think Reigns would win... I mean, and lately, came. like, because he's their guy and, like, why would they end this? Because if he conquers Lesnar again, he already beat him at that one uh, yeah. pay-per-view and shit. I didn't even see the finish of that. I don't know if it was clean or what the fuck, like, happened exactly. But, so, where does Reigns go if he beats Brock? Like, some people are like, oh, what if The Rock comes out and challenges to a match at WrestleMania next year? It's like, that'd be insane. What's he gonna I do mean, for a year?
2: It would be insane. He so could <laughs> blow through more I people. honestly feel like. <laughs> WWE's been hearing the same. They they see all this stuff about Lesnar and Reigns and how they fought so many. What happens if they do shell shock the whole and WWE Lizner? universe and then Lesnar wins?
1: He might. He, he really could. could. And
2: that keeps that keeps the big, the hottest selling feud in their history. Relatively, the biggest rivalry that they've had in a long ass time. That keeps it alive with a completely unexpected turn. I know people are going to be like, damn, people it's going happen again. It. But at the same time, if Lesnar wins, that would be one of the biggest WrestleMania shocks in a long time. In my
1: opinion. Kind of, yeah, but at the same time, like, I think a lot of people sort of could see Lesnar winning just because it's fucking Lesnar. And he's,
2: and he's won so many times. I feel won. like if it wasn't just his... I don't know. Yeah, they wouldn't have so let him big. dominate you almost, everybody every time. It you wouldn't can, have
1: been. You can never completely count Lesnar out, like never. Like if the, if history the last several years has shown us anything, definitely like since he came back even, in the last the twenty 10 years thirteen. Years now. Yeah, the dude has just yeah. torn right. through everyone. So yeah. it's like there's always a chance that Lesnar's gonna fucking come out on top. Look what end. he did the the chamber. He he was. In the last spot at the Rumble, and after I saw him like lose, we were there live, I was like, he's going to enter the Rumble and fucking come out 30. I didn't know he was going to come out 30, but I was like, he's going to enter the Rumble and win it. I Dude, thought that immediately once he lost. I, once he once ran screwed up. Yeah,
2: him. see, I was not a fan of Rousey and Lester winning. 100%. I could have called it a million miles away. I knew it 100% walking in. I was telling my girlfriend... Ronda Rousey's gonna come back. And see if Rousey was and in it, she was gonna, win. gonna find somehow. That's the thing. Somehow was gonna find a way to get into it and win. And sure, shit, it happened. Was it? I still enjoyed because, especially being my first pay per view event. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. I had a great time. I took my beautiful daughter. She had the greatest time ever. She saw Bianca Belair in the Rumble. She had a good run. Eliminated a lot of people. Yeah. Pretty exciting. She's got a great match against Becky Lynch, which. I'm not a fan of, but <laughs> really, oh, I love. I, I, think, love Becky. I think Becky Lynch is one of, if not the worst technical women's wrestler Oof. that I've seen in a long time.
1: I don't know. <laughs> you and think? It's a hot take.
2: I genuinely <laughs> just she's so stiff. Her movement's so bad. She's. Stale at this point to me. This is completely my opinion. I, I think it's good. I, I think
1: it's been good. I'm enjoying Becky. She has been. She I was understand so that she's a fan the favorite. Same, I understand. She was so <laughs> the same for so long that, like, when she started this other even version of the man character, like, and she was, like, taking a really antagonistic approach and everything, like, she s- began to sound different than she ever has, like, to where I she still, can play something completely different. I still like different. her yeah. somewhat.
2: I just don't like her wrestling. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I just can't get behind it. Every time I've watched her, pretty much since she started, I just don't see how she's been pushed so hard as a massive, overpowered champion. When I just don't, I just don't see. It. I
1: wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't say overpowered. Yeah, but I don't. I if anybody's that, it's Charlotte Flair. She's been beats she, <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's ass. She's been Out being, the women. For Charlotte's sure, yeah. win, yeah. Like the, like realistically, Becky hasn't lost and like and for the title in that many years. Yeah. Because she got hurt and then she missed. Well, no, she didn't get hurt. She uh, I mean had, yeah, a, had baby, a baby, so she was gone for quite yeah. a while. But she surrendered the belt and came back and like immediately, like beat Bianca in twenty six seconds and then went on this that run. Was run a that with, was such a sham. And then went on Bianca this run since then. Better than that. I said that too. This I was kind of Bianca bummed. The thing Bianca. is, the Ching thing is, is your shithouse. The thing is this is all for the payoff cuz Bianca's going to win the title back at Mania. Yeah, she's going This I is agree. like she's so I don't good. think it's a sham because it was all leading to this to anyway. To make it bigger for her. Yeah. 100%. And now One of the time, she I was
2: like 26 seconds away. And now
1: but Becky never lost the belt. She came back. That was the belt she never lost. And uh, she's
2: been on I a run feel since like
1: then. I Becky could win, win that one as well. It kind of hurt so. me a little bit it's because not. I was enjoying Bianca's run as champ, too. And it felt like she had the title for a good minute. And then it just got fucking squandered by a 26-second match. I was like, she had, She had a good run. It was like six months, but... Like that's a solid run. I mean, that's a run. solid. That's a a solid yeah, it, theor- Like, give her a match, I she's going to say, the theory. Theory. "How much is the
2: average Miz?" Okay, so run following, following <laughs> like mania,
1: minutes. following mania. A lot of the time, that's who they're going to run with for the year. That's the star they're going to oh, build. Sure. That's who they've always. That's who the star they're going to build that year is. That's who the guy is or girl that, like that's going to take it into like through the summer and shit like that. Run with the belt, do all the marketing shit, and like last year they created like. Bianca with doing that whenever she whenever Sasha and her had the main event and then Bianca went over because Sasha's more established uh, established name and now this year she gets put to the test with Becky so it's kind of like you know she's going to be in the good graces even more like whenever she beats Becky and whatnot she'll be all that more established you know what I'm saying? No, 100%, like being I, with all, like that's that's what they do. Like they build. You know what I'm saying? Like McIntyre, where he came out of mania. Like no, hundred percent. I mean, I understand
2: where you're coming from. It um, usually follows that pattern. Yeah. Not always. And usually. they don't
1: always lose a SummerSlam, as we know. There was a chain of years where like. No belts seem like they fucking changed and SummerSlam. Yeah, and that was where Thailand SummerSlam of pissing me off. Because I was just like, everybody always brags point? about how great it is. Nothing's ever changing. <laughs> Nothing ever fucking... Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck is SummerSlam that great? I was like, it's, the fourth, it's the fourth best of the four. But now, no, it's not. So. But the Rumble, it's not. Uh, but... Uh, the Royal Rumble was always exciting because the match itself is it's so fucking dope. Honestly. It's the biggest single match of the year. Like, 100%. Like It's Especially just it's a huge you wait match.
2: To see who's going to come back. There wasn't a lot of massive yeah. surprises in the men's this year, but there were some decent surprises in the women's.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would like I to... popped hard as fuck for my boy Johnny Knoxville. Oh, yeah. I would really...
2: <laughs> What's your guys' take on Sami Zayn? Uh, he looks... I mean,
1: his character's interesting. I like. kind of like him.
2: I feel like he definitely... He's like that conspiracy guy. Yeah, the conspiracy guy. And he's He's been on this Intercontinental Championship. The WWE's trying to cheat him kick for like a year and a half now. And it's honestly, as stupid as it is, it's actually not bad. He's kind of funny. He's, uh... <coughs> he accepts his fact of everybody hates him, you know. He's just like, everybody hates me and I... Fuck you guys, kind of. His craziness
1: with his like, you know, putting his fingers through his hair and just being like, his massive massive beard. Yeah, it's it is funny. I didn't like.
2: It took me a while, a while, while to like it.
1: But but I just he doesn't seem he doesn't strike me as somebody that's gonna win the world title.
2: I feel like he'll get
1: probably a A month
2: month month. run at some point.
1: He might. He might pick it up through. Faltery or some something else like. I see Mania, the, the money in the, the bank. Money in
2: the bank. Yep, that's no. kind of and have speaking. some
1: sort of. But I don't. I, I don't see him. I would say my like, favorite events
2: know. have always been growing up. Not the way he's. Royal Rumble, in, Money in the Bank, WrestleMania would be my top three. Yeah. I feel like WrestleMania main events a lot of Time Shit to bed. I wouldn't say all the
1: time. Oh I no! no, like, there's. I feel like I get so excited. <laughs> so excited. There's been like, times. <laughs> There's been times that they've put the fucking wrong match on last, too. Yeah. Where it, like, was... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: How do you guys feel about Kevin Owens and Steve Austin's KO show being the main event of Saturday?
1: Is that what they said? It's going to main event Saturday?
2: Apparently, that's what I thought it right. was the
1: Charlotte, um, I don't Charlotte match, Ronda, I thought, sure. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, well, so that's I probably heard. the main event match, but apparently that's going to be on
2: last. Like, that's going to sh- end the show. Saturday. Okay,
1: I feel like it should. I think it'd be kind of it'd good be to a open. Off. It's yeah, hundred It be insane, would. It would. The, crowd the, the, the first part of Mania, like, because honestly, the, like, why would Steve wait? Just come out. Just it's time to whoop his ass. Just fucking as soon as <laughs> Mania starts.
2: I, 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 Steve Austin. I don't know.
1: <laughs> He's the man. Oh no! <laughs> don't even have. <laughs> A take (laughs) with me about Steve Austin. This is gonna be a problem. It was 2016
2: the other day. I thought about him though. But. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> 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 um, I got you a little worked up over Becky Lynch.
1: No, I was. I'm not worked I'm up just over that. You. No, uh, no. I mean, you have your right to an opinion. Like I, that's a different take, though. Like honestly, like I'm not, never, not even saying you're wrong. I like that makes me want to watch her a little closer and see if I see any of what you're talking you need about. To. You need but to. I. But either She's way. So but either herself. way, I don't
2: think I'm yeah. telling you genuinely. Watch her instead of just think, oh, it's Becky Lynch. She's awesome. Hell yeah. No. Actually, no, 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 I know they <laughs> the do that. They do that
1: for people and try to sell them as something they aren't. It's like, <laughs> what have you proven in this ring? Like, what do you, you're, you can't just give yourself a nickname and tell me you're fucking this. My favorite, you fuck. like, you have to fucking do it.
2: Women's wrestler is probably Sasha Banks.
1: I, I, I like Sasha. I think a lot that she's too.
2: really good. She, her cocky personality, I kind of, I mean, she just plays, she's it, a um, much better heel, plays it well, for sure. and uh just the the diva personality, she's kind of, she plays it well, wrestles good. Yeah. Uh, dope outfits, (laughs) you know, her boots and shit that she wears, super, super extravagant and cool.
1: Yeah, and she's always, like, changing her hair and shit, like, 100%. They're always different. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, credit where it's, like, given though, like, athleticism and what she does in the ring like Charlotte really is one of the best oh yeah like, oh, no she is most no, certainly 100%. like Charlotte's I really really I mean talented. she's just
2: gotten pushed on our faces for so long but you can't deny that some of her like matches are the most I mean some of the best most technical just back and forth and back and forth she's yeah. really good at selling she's really good at acting you she's know, come a getting long mad, like, way genuinely getting you know like, the getting mic. mad snapping yeah. I mean and then, obviously, those rows are to die for.
1: Those things yeah. are fucking awesome. Oh, she looks like a million bucks coming Every out time. now and stuff. Every it's time. It's her outfits all time. It's insane. It's elaborate. It's literally, like, <laughs> I'm glad she took on, like, the, the Flair last name, though, because it literally works. Like, the fucking blonde hair and stuff. Just the elaborate fucking costume. You can tell she's a fucking Every Like, she stuff. comes out, she she's, works, like, ready you. to fucking, like, it seems like for sure she's the main event. Like, she's in that. She's that fucking good in the ring. She really is. Oh, yeah. And she's, she's come a long way in the like on the she's mic. Great on the, she's good on the 100%. mic. She's
2: great in the ring. She uh do you guys. She her beat her the dude? hell out of Ronda. the Uh finisher she's got. Where she's grabbing people by the fate and like throwing them up on their back like that and grabbing the, them by the face. Yeah, the submission or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I kinda like that. The figure
1: fours. Figure, mean, eight, figure eight figure eight. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably still use that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah.
2: I just feel like, I mean, that's the goal. One of them's gonna
1: send Rhonda me said to, she's I, gonna give her because Charlotte called her so a one good. trick pony for doing the arm bar and shit all the time. So and fucking, so the, she's like, okay, and she started doing the ankle lock like a few weeks ago instead, mm-hmm. like on SmackDown. So she's like, okay, I'll, I'll use that then to make you tap at Mania. But Charlotte's like, oh, I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to humiliate you. And before this is over, she's like, I'm going to make you tap out, which will not happen. Yeah, Charlotte's losing her belt. <laughs> oh, Charlotte, Charlotte's losing her belt. <laughs> Becky's losing her belt. This is going to be a big face over heel mania. I think. I Look at the matches. Probably. Look at the matches. So
2: that also leads me to think that
1: Reigns is going to It win. This it's going to – last year was – Something that never really happens. It was a huge, like, heel turnover, like, just the way the feuds went. Yeah. And a lot of the heels came out of Mania with the belts and shit. And, uh, that just doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. But once in a while, a you do get a Mania bad. where that does happen, and that, and that like really doesn't happen much. It happens to pay-per-views, but it doesn't happen to Mania too often.
2: Uh, I really hope we, we get another pay-per-view soon, because I feel like selling 44,000 tickets, there's definitely a good possibility we could get another one in the relative future. Even next yeah, we year get them every after. few years. Yeah, usually. So I'm super excited for that. Uh, I wanted to do WrestleMania this year, but it's all the way in Dallas. It'd be pretty exciting though in that Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, AT and T. That's huge. That's gonna be wild because the dome was the biggest that they've ever used, and now that's gonna be AT and T Stadium.
1: That place was insane to be in, at and Like, you looked... Like, it was, like, oh, holy fuck. Yeah, I saw a Vikings-Cowboys game in Dallas. What was it a uh, regular season game? Yeah, it nice. was, like, uh, was early November 2019. Nice. I bet
2: that was exciting.
1: It was. It was, uh... Yeah, I, like, we, we fucking had standing room tickets, and we should have just gotten seats, because I was like, God damn it. Game, like, I don't, yeah. Well, like, we... And we were able to... Like we were not able to really see for a little bit of it, but I was like, ah, we got a spot up front, so we just stood there for a while. But I was like, damn, I'm like, why didn't we just buy some seats? they were um, expensive, I bet though. Yeah, yeah, I looked at them, but I'm like, man, I would have spent a little extra money just, just to, to like probably be able to sit out and. Yeah, 100. Well, right? Oh, I got. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was cool. The Vikings beat the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like some holy shit I mean, I <laughs> and and before we were at the like how st like st louis has fucking uh ballpark village and shit yeah in outside dallas they have this place texas live like i think it's the same kind of owner or whoever and uh before it was like the packers maybe and the panthers and like The Packers were down. Not only did they come back, but, like, they fucking beat them. And everybody in Dallas is just like, boo. And (laughs) then they fucking got their ass beat to the Vikings. I was like, this is not a good day for Dallas. Like... (laughs) It was down there. I've got a couple Probably would have been better for you if they would have won because there would have been a better party afterwards. Like, <laughs> I just thought it was ironic and funny because I was just like, man, I was like, i talk a lot of shit on the Cowboys. Like, I don't even any, really care, did you? I, I, well, like, and I don't, like, love the Vikings, but, like, I was like, yeah, I'm you know, take the Vikings, but, like, I don't, neither one of the those teams are my teams. I was just there. Your, I had never team? been to an NFL game before that. That who was my first one. Um... Right now, probably like the Packers and the Bucks, and you I like I like I like no, I don't really have like I do like the Packers a lot, but I like the Bucks a lot too, and I like, and then I have other teams I like. Yeah, I mean, maybe not as like the Rams are one of them. I like the Raiders. Now the Raiders, man, next year they're gonna really fucking be put to the test. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a must win scenario for the Raiders now well, they've got for a few lot of years.
2: Must win scenarios going on in the AFC. Right they now. do. All they the do. Big, all the big moves went to the AFC. All the big trades. Yeah. We got Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Carr all in the same division. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Four That's gonna arguable, be a killer, arguably top ten quarterbacks in the same division. That's absolutely an astronomical.
1: People are going to get left out of the playoffs that have a fucking good record. It's going to be I'm rough. I'm AFC be West rough. Rams
2: fan, and I've always been able to take pride in saying that we're the best division. But now with Russell out, and then Jimmy Garoppolo most likely leaving, the AFC West is Where going to be the best division. Jimmy Garoppolo, I honestly... I don't know. As much as I follow stuff, and as much as I look into the only team that I'm seeing interest right now is... The Seahawks, maybe, and then the Panthers, and if they don't have more than a couple of suitors, they're not gonna have any type of leverage in contract talks or trade negotiations. So with them not knowing what Trey Lance is gonna do, he's not worth I mean, it's not worth getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo for a fifth or sixth round pick. You might as well just keep him and put him in a quarterback competition. If he gives you a better chance to win, you might as well use him because you have to yeah. pay him anyways. It's guaranteed money. You have to pay him anyways. Damn, that's not a bad idea. It's just, I think it's, uh, I mean, the confidence for Trey Lance. You kind of want Jimmy Garoppolo out of there, so Trey Lance doesn't want to look behind his shoulder all yeah. the time. But if the dude's not better than Jimmy Garoppolo, you can't, I mean.
1: Jimmy's led the places and proven himself. That's, that's true. That's saying. the true. Thing. Trey Lance won has one playoff shit. games. Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: I mean, Trey Lance <laughs> played in 13 games since high school. Trey Lance has played in th- I mean, he played a couple snaps this year, but like he started thirteen games since high school. And they traded two first and a third with a quarterback that has a great winning percentage and almost took him to two Super Bowls.
1: It's like why do they why are they trying to push him out so hard? Because I know a lot of the guys on the team also really like Jimmy. So it's like What's the Damn. point of you guys trying to you, force him do out? Do you think they're just gonna they're gonna do that? Like give him a few like Trey a few starts and then I I feel what like do? I feel like if I was the
2: Niners, I would keep him in and if Trey Lance can't beat out Jimmy G in the preseason or off season, I mean, I understand that you traded your future away for him, but if he's not better, he's not better.
1: There's no there's no you don't know until you see it either that's like, what
2: I'm saying but that's why you got to put them in an honest to God 5050 split reps type of percentage start them play start them two preseason game well I guess there's only three preseason games now one and mm-hmm. a half a piece one and a half a piece mm-hmm. all that practice time I mean you know you got your first team going against your first team you know who's making the plays Trey Lance or Jimmy G who's making the throws is Trey Lance slowing his decision on his decision making? because NFL compared to Division 2 college is like fucking astronomically different. Yeah. You're talking the difference between Division 1 and Division I mean in NFL is already astronomical and that is probably the same difference from Division 2 to Division 1. So, you're talking two elite levels above the competition that you're used to playing. Mm-hmm. you think you're going to beat out a guy uh, with two Super Bowl experiences at this point? No, I don't think so because I feel like if they really felt like he was ready, they would have put him in when Jimmy G struggled last year. They were like 2-4. and They were almost out of it. I mean, Jimmy G got it together, but there was never even a chance for him to step on the field, really. It was never a talk. It was never a discussion. Mm -hmm. And don't you think that if they were 100% confident with Trey Lance as their quarterback, they would have traded him before every other team got their quarterbacks already? The commanders needed a quarterback. The yeah. See C- Well, I mean, there's the jet uh, the the Giants. They might have traded for him, but they got Tyrod Taylor to back up Daniel Jones. I mean, all the teams have really picked up their options. The Colts got Matt Ryan. The Falcons got Marcus Mariota. Realistically, there's not very many options left for Jimmy G no. to go to. And, and if they would have, uh, if somebody would have wanted him. And if they wanted to trade him, he would have been gone already. The yep. draft's like a month away. And all the other teams traded for their players. So what makes you think that they're going to trade for another player in G? So that makes me feel like either they're not confident with him or nobody has interest. I mean, it's either one or the other. It makes no sense. He's a winner. Either He's a way. Winner. He's a proven winner. He's not the best. He's not the most athletic. He's not the most athletic. But for the most part, he won't throw the game away. For the most part. Yes, he, sometimes he just doesn't have the ability to make the play. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, he's pretty conservative with the ball. He short, He's decent and shortened to intermediate throws, and that's better than at least 15 quarterbacks in the NFL right now.
1: I mean, he doesn't throw the be ball. average
2: starting quarterback in the NFL, you have to be just fucking insanely athletically talented. You have to be so smart. You have to be so quick. You're. Decision-making has to be so great. You're talking two and a half seconds to decide whether you're running from this massive motherfucker, running from this massive motherfucker, and you've got 11 guys that you're trying to dodge while you're trying to throw this football, while yeah. they're all running 15 to 20 miles an hour at your fucking face. Like, yeah, such a difficult thing.
1: And he's proven in time. I mean, he's won playoff games. He's got them winning seasons. He's fucking taken yeah, I me mean, a Yeah, he Super took Bowl. us
2: down to the wire... Took the Rams and the. He's caught. Once
1: the Rams eclipsed like that, fucking obstacle, like they were ready to fucking win the Super. Bowl. They were ready. But they had to get like they. It was just poetic. It came back. So bad. bad. Every
2: single thing that I expected and wanted in the playoffs lined up perfectly. I wanted Rams versus Niners. Everybody said, "There's no way. There's no way. There's no way they'll beat them seven times in a row." They could have faced in the first round. I say, you know what? There is no possible way that the Rams lose that game. Gosh dang, it was close. It was stressful. I was about to cry with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, but I never lost hope, and fuck, we pulled it through, and it was glorious. <laughs> Matthew Stafford delivered in every moment humanly possible this year when it mattered. He most. did. He made some boneheaded throws, yes, but the next play he delivered deliver a 50-yard dart to Cooper Cup or Van Jefferson or OBJ. It's... 3rd and 17 with the game on the line. Yeah. Instead of throwing... Or 3rd and 20 with the game on the line. Literally the game on the line in the NFC Championship game. He almost fumbled the play before that. And what does he do? He throws a freaking 44-yard strike right down the middle of the field to Cooper Cut to set up the game winning field goal. Boom. What did he do when he needed three points against the Niners? Drove right down and got three points. What did we need when we needed a touchdown in the Super Bowl? That was the only thing that would do it. He lost three of his four best receivers, and everybody in the world knew it was going to Cooper Cup, and he still put it in the only place that he any that it could be caught six times in the last drive, alone. Five yeah. catches, one rush. I mean, he he just three game winning drives and back to back to back playoff games when people said that there was no way he could even win a playoff game, let alone win a Super Bowl. And he... Pull it all off. Four in a (laughs) row. No way he can pull four. He can put together four good games this year. Everybody's like, we've looked at his statistics all year. He's not put together four games, four good games in a season. What's he do? Go for 300 yards and three touchdowns in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he threw two interceptions, but one was off of hands, and then one was practically a punt before the end of the first half. So... (laughs) Great game. 300 yards, yeah. three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. I mean, he he, he made up he for it, yeah. Sma- he gets smashed. He looks like he's down for dead, and he fucking gets up like the goddamn Undertaker and just delivers the strike the
1: next play. <laughs>
2: no problem. Dude's broke his back like three times, freaking has like 19 sprained ankles, still freaking... He's on some
1: Brett Favre shit. And he
2: still <laughs> just gets up and... Like one of the plays in the Super Bowl, his ankle's literally like been completely over and I'm like, There's no fucking way that he's gonna get up from that. Sure shit, he's hobbling down the fucking field and I'm like, Jesus Christ, throws a touchdown to Cooper Cup. I'm
1: like, dude. This dude's a monster. No way he's not gonna fucking finish so the Super Bowl. He's built
2: different. And it was probably my greatest memory ever was winning that damn Super Bowl. I waited my whole life for that. <laughs> One of the greatest feelings I've ever had, hands down. Yeah. Uh, all the year, 13 straight years of not even making the playoffs and never giving up hope. Never switched teams one single time. Never liked another team. Never wanted to <laughs> like another team. Never gave up hope one single time. And I understand that they moved to L.A. I understand blah, 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 blah. blah. But, fuck it, I ain't giving up now. And I've seen them, yeah. I've seen them since they've been in L.A., I'm going to Arrowhead to see Stafford versus Mahomes next Ooh. year. It's in Kansas City. Like, yep. you guys should totally come to that one. Patrick Mahomes versus Matthew Stafford. Like, what? It's going to be wild. And then, me and my girl and Small Fry are going to do either the Bron- Russell Wilson and the Broncos in L.A. or Josh Allen and the Bills in L.A. I want to go to a good game if we're going to go all the way to L.A. Mm. I don't want to just go to one of the easier ones. I want to go to see some superstars fucking battle it out in this yeah. giant ass stadium that looks yeah. like a fucking spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> <And a laughs> no shit. Built underground for fuck's sake. Yeah. And that I'm pretty excited to go there. We're gonna plan that soon as soon as the tickets and stuff go on sale. And then me and Small Fry, one of his old guests on here like we said earlier. <laughs> uh, we just we found out that it's only the airport is only like three miles away from the stadium, so even if we show up late, we'll just walk, and then go to the game, and then, so we don't have to deal with LA traffic, and then, we'll find a rental and place to stay after, you know, because, uh, we were talking about, if we did, I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, in the, the season opening game that the Super Bowl champion hosts, it's on a Thursday, so, like, just take off Thursday, fly in there Thursday, go to the game, and then stay in L.A. for three days. Not even have to take any time off work, really. Yeah. I mean, great. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Especially because if we win, it'll just be a lit-ass <laughs> party the whole weekend, you know? Fucking the Rams won. Hell yeah, fuck it. Great time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to see a good game, though, yeah. Oh, 100%. Thanks. We saw the
2: Rams and Colts this year. Cooper Cup had 10 catches, 160 yards, and two touchdowns. His best game of the season while we were
1: there. Wild. <laughs> He's like just so you guys know <laughs> best game of the season. It really was. Yeah, dude he t- that's a that's a monster he tore it up and now Devontae's so on the fucking Raiders. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Him.
2: I feel like Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers like help make each other. Devontae Adams isn't the best best athlete. He's got damn good hands, but he's not the most athletic receiver, in my opinion, do I think he's gonna be a damn good receiver? But oh, yeah. do I think he's gonna see fourteen hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns again? No, I see. He's better with air. I see twelve hundred ten, which is still a fucking great season. Oh yeah. But is that twenty eight point five million dollars? No, twenty eight point five million dollars for receivers a lot of fucking money. Yeah. You're talking seventeen percent of your cap for one player. That's a receiver that doesn't even get the ball every time. If you. If you got Jalen Ramsey against him or whatever, you know, that takes thirty million dollars. <laughs> Who's who is him. worth
1: that? That's a that's a receiver. You think?
2: I mean, that's the thing. I just feel like with receivers, a lot of people are running four wide now. So like, you really want to pay thirty million dollars to one of those guys when you've got four? He might not. You know, he they might scheme against him the whole time, and yeah, you don't even get you pay two million dollars just for that game for your player to get six targets and three catches because their number one corner is locking them down. But the salary cap went up this year, and with the way the Rams did it last year, paying all these people and trading for free agents and stuff, I really think it set a trend. Same with the Buccaneers. They went and signed everybody, won a Super Bowl. The Rams... Got into quarterback, got a couple pieces, won the Super Bowl. So now everybody's thinking, "Oh, I'll trade my whole future away for a quarterback as long as I win, the, <laughs> as long as I win the Super Bowl." Don't even get me started on the Deshaun Watson to the Browns trade. Oh, no. That makes me sick to my stomach. I the fucking Browns, cannot even. The Browns oh, making a joke out of the organization again. Dude, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I've 000. been a Browns
1: fan for a long <laughs> fucking time, dude man. Admittedly. And, like, that fucking just... That hurt me, honestly. I was like... You're gonna give the largest guaranteed contract in NFL history to
2: this uh, dude with 22 uh, pending lawsuits, and... You're gonna guarantee it all? You're gonna guarantee $48 million a season for a guy that hasn't seen the field in a year and a half? What what happens if he's been fucking off? I mean, obviously, he was on the roster and shit last year. I understand that. But what happens if... He's not Aaron Rodgers. What happens if he's not even Matthew Stafford's level? What happens if he's not even Justin Herbert's level at this point? I don't think that young receiver with all these issues, that the problems it's going to bring to the fan base, just the, the hate that it's just going to cause. It's just they, gonna they be realize weird for a they while. had to realize it's that. just going to be weird for a while. Do I, do I have a true? It, like an idea on what happened no but apparently some he was a fucking weirdo from what I've seen and that's just a bad taste for your fan base that's a bad taste for your locker room that's mm-hmm. a bad taste for anybody surrounding your organization and then not only do you do that you trade three first rounders a third rounder a fourth rounder and I don't know there's no words. There's no words to explain. And they're that not right. even in a position yeah, where mean, it's likely right they're, they're gonna it.
1: win this year. Like
2: the Browns do have an extremely solid roster, but what happens if he gets suspended for eight games? Yeah, he might yeah. not even play most. Yeah, he year. might. Yeah. So, like, so what makes you think when you're suspended, you can't? Like practice with the team, you can like work out and shit, but I don't know if you can be like for in a, the facility in the facility for
1: a squad that hasn't even been together either before until whenever they and even if he fucking plays like Baker's still he, there though we don't Another even know thing, if it's gonna though, work out, but I don't think they're gonna do that either. But what, where does Baker go to now? There's really only two I don't think Case Keenum. So is he gonna back up Deshaun? Or I don't year? know. Or he or, doesn't or him even there. stay there. No, I know that's what I mean. Now he's pissed. And he he's ready to move on and shit, and yeah. they won't trade him. He was one he wanted to go with the Colts, yeah. But now the Colts signed Ryan, so he doesn't yeah. need to go with the Colts anymore. Yeah. So, so now he, he's stuck. Who yeah, do the Commanders have?
2: They Commanders got Carson Wentz. They took that um, contract and oh my, oh my god, and they traded like a every he failed he and <laughs> the fucking. Jets. I cannot believe that. <laughs> Dude, that was you crazy pick a joke name like 18. the Commanders, you freaking make a joke trade like that. I
1: was gonna ask you what you thought about that name. I mean,
2: I kinda, I, I was just teasing with that. I don't think it's a bad name. A I joke <laughs>
1: of a name. It's not a great name.
2: I didn't it, think that it's just kind of generic sounding for some reason, but it's also because it's new. It'll catch. Be it'll
1: be. It'll start to become like no, one hundred percent. Like if they end up being badass,
2: the fucking commanders are gonna. Yeah, you'd be like, oh man, the commanders are, are fucking
1: seven and zero, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, one hundred
2: percent. But Carson Wins is never going. That's not gonna way. fucking
1: happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, who are we talking about? Okay, yeah, the Browns. Okay, like I don't know. Well, what the fuck is Baker gonna do? You think? Realistically, there's only the Seahawks and Panthers left. He's staying. He's fucking staying this year. That's all that... The Browns you know, much, don't want to trade him. How much tension is no, that no. going to
2: cause? So it's going to be terrible. start... Yeah. Because the, half the locker is going to be on Baker's side. Half the locker is going to be on Deshaun Watson's side.
1: <laughs> Same with the fan base. Same with the fan base. It's like there's going to be people protesting every home game. Like, I don't know why they fucking took all that unnecessary bullshit on. It's like...
2: See, it would have been different if they would have traded a first, a third, and gave him $30 million a year. Obviously, it's still bad. But not only do you tarnish your franchise, you trade away your future to tarnish your franchise. Yeah. Yeah. That's what kills me. I mean, it's just a combination of both. It just makes it worse. <laughs> oh,
1: they traded away all their like. They traded away so many true. important draft picks over the next few years.
2: They yeah, into like
1: twenty twenty four or five. It makes me that. <laughs> what are you that doing? That makes
2: Matthew Stafford look like an absolute steal last year. Two yeah. Rounders in a third. I'll take that
1: it. was the the right and we only pieces paid him, dude, all came together. Bowl. he
2: had an amazing season. We only paid him forty. I mean, only, but like they gave him forty eight. You know Rodgers is getting fifty. Hey, he was he was that uh, good. Mahomes is getting forty-five to win uh, a Super Bowl. Allen's getting forty-six. So I feel like Stafford took a, definitely a little bit of a diff- discount, and he admitted to that. He's like, I know I could have got more, but I want to win more games, and I still feel like I'm getting a lot of money, one hundred and sixty million dollars in four years. Who's gonna be complaining about that? How long is he? He's doing commercials and shit now. He. You know he's getting—he's the face of LA, winning the Super Bowl. I mean, that's worth a lot of money right there. How
1: long is the Deshaun tr- like deal for? I think it's for five years, two hundred thirty million. Yeah, it's
2: guaranteed, fully guaranteed. He's, he's $1.
1: one of the highest paid QBs. And you want to know what they did?
2: Now. I saw that they did on the contract—they literally only <laughs> paying themselves like, into a trap. They're only paying him like. million dollars the first year in case he gets suspended, he only loses so much money, so he's still gonna get all of the money. They're like, hey, even if you fuck with women and lose half your season, we're gonna make sure that you get all this 230 million dollars. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir.
1: Like... And dude, their statements... And
2: they even told... And he even told him he didn't want to play there until they offered him all that money. Like, he literally openly said that
1: no, he said they were out of the discussion, and then yeah. two days later, he was like, I'm going there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, that automatically makes him look like a jackass in the fan base.
1: You know? Uh, is, it, is there any truth to Antonio Brown being like, I want to go to the Browns If, they, now, if he goes there, I'm going to be fucking at Cleveland protest. Dude, I swear <laughs> to God, they did that, bro. Just, I, oh like God. Everybody would hate to Shut the league down. You're like they would be the super villains, and I've me. liked them since I was like nine. <laughs> what the fuck do I do, man? <laughs> yeah, go with the Cowboys, I guess. I've liked them for a long time too, but it's like I've had my AFC and my NFC team.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm really excited to see what's going to go on this year, but I really feel like non-arguably, it's the. Buccaneers and Rams in the NFC because Devontae Adams was the only weapon that Aaron Rodgers had, and all the other teams really have lost players. I I don't believe in the Cowboys that much. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people love the Cowboys. A lot of people hate them, too, though. I'm just not buying it. I don't see with Ciguel Elliott's uh, problems and Dak Prescott's all of a sudden – Concerns with staying healthy and a sprained ankle lasting him all season. They do
1: well in their divisional fucking rounds. And well, yeah, then they get exposed they the every time to, to these Banders fucking teams that are good. Eagles in their division. Yep.
2: Like, that's easy cake. work. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it has been for years. Yeah, those are good games there. But no, it's the same for the Packers. The Packers have... 15 to 3s this year. Same for <laughs> the Packers, though. so heavy. The, the Packers have some fucking lousy-ass teams in their division. They always just... Fucking beat the shit out of all of them. I do love... Let's 6-0. Micah Parsons' right <laughs> potential,
2: though. Micah Parsons' oh, potential. Oh, yeah. Dude, Their defense,
1: they got some They got some good players, but they, they need help. Yeah, uh... I'm super,
2: super intrigued to see what he does. I mean, with him doing all this from a middle linebacker position that's just never really been seen before, let alone from a rookie. This dude's full-on rushing the passer and covering... Slot wide receivers. Like, what the fuck? It's yeah. insane. He has never really been seen before. This this kid is an athlete. 100%. Yeah.
1: They showed him on the sidelines whenever the offense was out, and he yeah. was just, like, slamming out push-ups and shit. It's like, take a rest, man. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what they said. That's what Andrew Whitmer said about Aaron Donald, he said at 4 a.m. in the morning or 5 a.m. in the morning the day after the Super Bowl, he walks into the facility to just work out, and there Aaron Donald is the day after the Super Bowl parade, just getting it. No problem. (laughs) Two and a half sacks in the Super Bowl, two game-winning plays, NFC Championship and Super Bowl, back-to-back, and he's still just getting that grind. That retirement talk, I'm not buying it. He's going to just, it's a contract negotiation, I think he's going to just get paid, gets lots of money, and it's going to be astronomical, but when you're consistently ranked the best player in the league for seven straight seasons, I feel like, I mean, you kind of deserve it, and it's, I mean, dude's just a monster, and he's shown no signs of slowing down. Yeah. what well, he does from a defensive tackle position has never been seen before ever ever 100 <laughs> percent this dude gets 20 what 20 and a half sacks from a defensive tackle position getting uh, pass rushed on 70% of or double teamed on 70% of his plays and this just crazy and this year 12 and a half and two and a half <laughs> in the Super Bowl game games on the line he breaks through two guys. In like two point three seconds, and hits Burrow and slings him like a ragdoll. Game over, no problem. Just insane. There's just people build different, and he's one of them. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, I mean, just and he just consistently shows up every single play, and that's what's so cool about players like him. I mean, you don't see players like him that often ever, but if you watch him every single play, the dude does not stop. Every single play, it don't matter. Everybody else is tired. He's like, come on, bitches, bring four of your guys for me, because that's not going to be enough. <laughs> yeah. And he's small. He's 6'1", 285 pounds, when most D-linemen are like 6'5", 300,
1: you know? Yeah. He's just, I honestly, being a little lower to the ground than a lot of him probably helps him out in some ways, because I mean, he's, he's stockier he's, than hell and built his his quickness, his
2: It's his quickness, and just his pure strength. I forget what they said. Like He benched like 575 pounds this year. 575 pounds That's fucking Bench insane. pressing yeah. That's fucking insane <laughs> Yeah I've tried to bench like 185 And I'm like Holy mother fuck. <laughs> Imagine three times that And the dude, That's twice his body weight and He squats like 800 I'm like That's crazy man Probably leg presses With like a thousand No problem
1: Oh yeah uh, I guess we could uh, Take a little break Yep And uh, return With some good The bad And the shits <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another uh, round of the good, the bad, and the shits is coming up. Ricky Pickle man, he's getting introduced to it today for the first time ever. Are you excited?
2: Oh, I'm extremely excited. Oh. I'm excited to see what it's all about. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, you're going to see fucking you're going to judge topics based on overrated, underrated, or fair. You know that? All right. I like um, it. I think so, All righty. What do you got first? Since uh, we kind of touched on electronic music, like having a bunch of just different subgenres of music, and I've been on sort of a kick lately, so I figured I'd just bring it up. What is your take on house music? <laughs> it See, whenever I first started listening to electronic music, like, House was not my shit. I was like, man, it's like a minute of the same beat and shit, blah, blah, blah. But, like, now that I'm getting older, my taste is kind of starting to change. And I've started to like different things than I used to like, too. And, like, I kind of enjoy that slow, steady, like, chill build. I understand where you're coming from.
2: I think it's got a, I guess, relatively fair value. I feel like a lot of people like it a lot of people hate it I am kind of the same way as you I didn't like it much at all when I started but I still don't listen to it that much but if a so and so DJ at a dubstep show plays a couple house songs like Zed's Dead for instance I can get down with it it's good to dance to it's good to vibe to it gets people's energy up in a positive way so I'm always down for that so I'd say it's fair not the biggest fan but I don't hate it so I'd say fair
1: Honestly, I'm, I'm like I don't feel like I'm very. I'm sure I've heard it, but I I house don't music. feel very familiarized with it. So I uh, yeah, I've gotten more familiarized with it lately than I ever have been. Like I feel like I've listened to more house artists mm-hmm. in recent history. I feel like if anything, I feel like it would be fair of me to give it a fair perception. Um, I just I, I do so much music now. Yeah, you know, it's like I listen to. A lot I'm always of music, looking for new things.
2: Most of it's. Electronic related, but I mean, I still listen to all sorts of stuff. Like I've got six thousand songs on my phone, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lot. I listen and to rock
1: hard. and rap and pop and oh, electronic yeah. I, and.
2: I listen to K. I listen to dubstep. I listen to chiller stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, some rap,
1: still in rap, Kid cutting, all that good stuff. Yeah. So you're an artist, though, for house. Yeah, but I don't feel like I. I definitely f- has its following. I feel like what. I, I don't know. I just. I, I don't really feel that familiar like, with what it is, probably, either. Yeah, I'd have to show you some. Yeah, like. So I'm not sure which. I'm sure way you've go. actually probably sure heard I, it I, in my I heart. I've heard it. Yeah, I'm sure. I, ju- I just can't identify, like, which. Yeah. I'm sure I've played some at some point, or you've heard it, like, being out and about at some club or whatever at some oh, point. Oh, sure.
2: Yeah. Pretty popular in the clubs.
1: But yeah, that's what I would go with. Well, that seems fair. <laughs> what else you got for us? Uh, well, you ready no, for your first? My, it's mine now. All, All right. right. So go. we'll shift these uh, back in the wrestling direction. Are you engaged? Oh. <laughs> You're like, I'm sitting He's up. It <laughs> <in> looks. <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Ooh. One of the best of all fucking time. Dude, he's That's been wrestling my... for like 30 fucking years. Long time. I mean... One I... of the first fucking high flyers, man. <laughs> I feel
2: like... I guess... Underrated because of his lack of... True title opportunities throughout his career. He got a few. But... I feel like underrated because... I understood that he was small... And maybe not as strong as some of the other guys, but man, was fucking exciting. Six one nine is one of the best
1: moves of all time. He he was was always way over, like with the crowd. Yeah, I mean, obviously he had to get over first.
2: Masks are cool. Just he's cool, always with the high fives, always Mm -hmm. ecstatic, always high energy. I feel like I would say a little underrated. He's a kid favorite too. I feel like most people respect him, and they all love him. So like. I wouldn't say he's underrated, but I feel like he could have got some more love throughout his career.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, like, in that sense, like, it, uh... He's definitely beloved by the fans, but it didn't... It didn't always reciprocate for, like, to fucking, you know, the amount of accolades are accomplished. I mean, he did, don't get me wrong, he did actually accomplish a whole fucking lot, even in titles and stuff in wrestling as well, but, like... Mm. To some extent, like, maybe he was kept out of the title picture for the, you know, those reasons, too. Um, but Ray was, I mean, he was an underdog in almost every, you know, fucking match he had. Every feud that he had, yeah. Um, but he was one of the best. He's been in every fucking company, pretty much. Every, like, big promotion throughout the years. He's wrestled in Mexico. He's wrestled everywhere. He's wrestled fucking, like pretty much every great worker the last, like, no 30 one. years, too. hundred percent. And he's still going. And the he still looks he's doing it with his kid, that's cool. Yeah. There's Dominic's a got a long way to go to be Rey Mysterio. That's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needs a long way to
2: go in general. Yeah, but, I agree. I don't know. I don't know. He's okay. He's just not great. Yeah. He still looks he like wants, such a
1: kid, too. He does, and yeah. it just...
2: I feel like with him being in for, like, a year now, at this point, he would have bulked up a little bit. It doesn't look like he's getting really, like, yeah any stronger or nothing, you know? I mean, he probably is, but I'm just not seeing it. But I got a good one for you guys. I'll give him my best shot at this. Okay. Lamar Jackson.
1: Man, he came in super hot those first couple years. Everybody thought he was, like, it. He's still talented as hell, I think. He's got greatness in him. For but is sure. he overrated?
2: Or is he underrated, or is he fair?
1: I wouldn't say he's underrated, because I feel like a lot of... I mean, a lot of people were really high on him, but there were a lot of people that fell off that bandwagon after, you know, the Ravens kind of just didn't go anywhere those first few years with him and stuff. But, like, I think they still have potential, or he still has potential, whether that's with the Ravens or somewhere else or wherever he goes. But I think... I don't think he's necessarily overrated either. Like, he's, so he's a fucking fair. he's a fucking athlete. Like, 100%. I agree. Like, he's like a modern-day Vic, but he's fucking quicker.
2: <laughs> quicker? Yeah, def- most definitely. It's har- hard to judge on that one. What do you think?
1: Um, like, we've seen some of the amazing shit that he's done in games. This is true. He, uh... I, <laughs> I don't know. It it is weird because he does bounce kind of back and forth, and like you can see the greatness that he has in him. When he replays that fucking game against the Chiefs when they won by one point, that was a fucking Lamar performance, man. So, like, what do you think? Hmm. What did you say? i am probably say fair for him, because I don't think... I didn't know if he went yet. I don't think he's overrated, necessarily. Like, he has proven himself at times. Not that he's delivered on the biggest stages, necessarily, yeah. or anything like that. But, like, he's still young and shit, too. And he's a different kind of QB you don't necessarily see in the league a lot. Like, he's got his own style and shit. And I'd say he's fair. So, a lot of people are pretty high on him, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. It makes, it makes sense. It's probably the most accurate... I would say probably the same. I can't lean too much one way or the other, probably because of what he's... You know what I'm saying? Like, what he's capable of, but he's also fucked some things up at the I process. I would say
2: a little slight overrated because of just... I think he's got one touchdown, three interceptions, and in three playoff games. There's a few great seasons, choke in the first round all three times. I do not believe he's won a playoff game, and that's just... To be a guy that they're arguably talking about $45 million a year, you need to have a playoff win under your belt, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion, I just think, and that's why I feel like he's overrated, because I'm not paying $45 million for a quarterback that has not proven to me that when you need it, the game on the line, if they can take away the run, can he beat you on third and nine in the passing game? I just have not been able to see it yet when it matters. Yeah. Great talent. Do I think he's going to be an exciting player? Do I think he's going to be a Pro Bowl player? Yes. Do I ever see him winning a Super Bowl? No. So I'll say if they're trying to pay him that much money,
1: overrated. You don't ever see him that win a Super Bowl? Nope. You might he not. doesn't have
2: the arm, the arm talent. I just don't see it. It's hard to be an NFL quarterback. It really is hard to be an yeah. NFL quarterback. I mean, barring if they, have, if they get... An even better running back committee and then get a couple weapons, a couple more weapons for him other than Andrews and uh, Hollywood Brown. I feel like if he had a big body guy where he can start getting his deep ball and stuff, start getting warmed up to that in the real life game setting, he could definitely do some damage. I just don't see him outdoing players like Brady or Stafford or even Justin <coughs> Herbert or Mahomes when it matters when there's two minutes on the line, or four minutes on the yeah. line, you both, need a, you both need to score. Who am I trusting more in those scenarios? Mostly all the other guys. Yeah. Uh, but do I think he also has the capability to run up the score in the first half and stuff, and it doesn't matter? Yes. You know? Maybe he doesn't need... Maybe he gets the talent around him where he doesn't really need fourth quarter drives. You know, if you're up two possessions, you can kind of coast
1: through it. It is kind of true, though. Like you were saying, like... You know... Compared to a lot of the other big-name QBs and stuff, he's not necessarily surrounded by the same, like, weaponry, you know? He doesn't have, like, the same big-name guys that a lot of those other teams have around No, him. he does, true. <clears throat> he, does a, he does a lot sometimes with, like, very little, but... He put yeah. Mark Andrews, really, on the map, though, because he's, yeah. like, he throws him a fuckload and stuff.
2: Well, that's what makes me feel like his arm's limited sometimes, because... He's got an extremely speedy receiver in Hollywood Brown, and he just a lot of the time doesn't get it to him. You yeah. know, he tries to stay in between the numbers and the seams, and most of the time to win Super Bowls and playoff games, you've got to have some outside plays.
1: So, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, did you answer for Ray Mysterio? Dude, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he answered. I'm pretty sure. I love Rey Mysterio. I don't think that he's. I mean, I feel like everybody fucking respects him at this point. But <laughs> from like a professional standpoint, of where he got in his career in WWE, maybe you could say that he was a little underrated because they didn't utilize him right. maybe to his maximum potential, especially in this most recent run. Like, it's cool that he's working with Dom and stuff now, but it's like... Yeah. Man, he he could have been doing... Like, he, you could have had him in the mid-card title picture and shit from the point you brought him back, but you didn't do shit with him. And no. then, until Dominic came in.
2: I mean, I just don't understand why, if you're going to bring a guy like that back or have him revitalize his career, why not use him, especially in the mid-card scene when you're that big of a that'd be even over but I mean he's a legend he's done a lot in the. he's done a lot in WWE and he's done a lot everywhere
1: yeah that's the thing he's, he's also wrestled in promotions all over the fucking world mm-hmm. and stuff like he's wrestled everywhere so yeah, it's like agreed I'd say his perceptions at least he's definitely not overrated so like fair I guess like Because anybody that knows wrestling knows Rey Mysterio. Like, I feel like even not hardcore fans, like, know him because of that mask. Like, Mm -hmm. they know Rey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Every time I see 619 on my phone, I'm like, booyaka, booyaka. (laughs) Every time. Never fails.
1: Yeah, I think of it all the time, too. Like, whenever I'm out there, like, throwing cans or anything, if I see an address that's 619, (laughs) I think of him immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's one of the all-time greats for sure, and he's been over for a long time. Like, you like he, he, he's had some of the like the all-time classic matches, like against Eddie Guerrero at a like Halloween Havoc nineteen ninety seven. He's wearing that fucking like nineteen ninety seven. That's really he's wearing amazing. that like purple fucking like. that uh, almost yeah, like that was cool, like a really cool. I bet he was just purple. Looking, I bet you he was sick. Like, yeah he was a younger guy yeah uh, and Eddie yeah. was pull, yeah I mean and Eddie one of the best workers of all fucking time one of the greatest characters like he was yeah good. Eddie brought it man yeah he was so good at what res- what wrestling was doing like entertaining everybody and promos and his look and his in ring work everything yeah his character work was hilarious like Eddie was great coming out in the freaking low rider and yeah. stuff I'm glad I'm glad Ray's still around because some of those guys that were even pretty close, none of them, like didn't even make it. So it's like damn, like him and like fucking Benoit and Eddie were all like friends and shit. It's like, yeah, Jesus, some crazy shit. Hundred right percent. A lot of dark but stuff. But yeah, wrestling Life. man. Yeah, not always. Uh,
2: Lots of wear and tear on the body too. Definitely. So much pain. I mean, Which a bunch of weeds a lot of addictions. And they're all they're of finding out it. now about,
1: like, all the CTE stuff, like, a oh, lot yeah. more and shit, and, like, why, you know, why a lot of the shit that happened happened. And these terrible bums on your head all And in, like, time. football and shit, too. Oh, yeah. Did, Did you watch something the Aaron Hernandez thing? No, I didn't it. No, it was on, like... Netflix or
2: something, yeah.
1: probably. Let's be real, though, CTE or not, that guy was just a little fucked up.
2: Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's just some, like... And I'm not, like, gonna even shit on the league because the, there's some great humans that are in the football, like, the NFL. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But, like, dude, they have had some ridiculous scandals with some of the shit these guys have done in <laughs> Ooh, recent God. years. It's like, 100%. what the fuck are you doing? You're getting all 100%. this money. Why would he money- sign Antonio Brown again? That's what I wanted. No, I don't Why know. would he, How much, he was even bad. Well, because of Brady. Brady can do whatever, whatever he
2: wants pretty much. And there was like come on sign him, you know. Then he was
1: like, Ah, we should give him a chance. He fucking takes chance. He like, takes his he shirt
2: get. off and fucking leaves. Fuck like, this. I'll leave. I'm out of here <laughs> I'm like, Oh my god And then he says there's nothing wrong with me <laughs> or whatever. I'm
1: like He's yeah, he said the reason he left was he was like I was however many yards away from getting my receiver bonus from the team, and Brady wasn't throwing to me, so I wasn't going to get my bonus, and I told him before the game started <laughs> that my ankle was fucked up, but they yeah, still man. made me play. I know. I Made him. He's like, dude, it's like, dude, you still had a chance to get the ball. It was like the second quarter when you did all that shit. Like, you still had a whole other half to get thrown to. They were like losing the Jets and I know.
2: Game they were getting their ass kicked by the Jets.
1: Yeah. They still pulled that game out somehow, but yeah. they were down by like it's the Jets. three possessions. For sure. You go like two touchdowns <laughs> up and then they fucking. The Jets I mean, are going to Brady give up wasn't the even taking this game seriously up to that point. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't He's know. kicked the Jets' ass his whole career, yeah. literally. Yeah. They, they were in his division. <laughs> hey, they won like four games this year.
2: Yeah, they're on the uphill swings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are. Dude. <laughs> that would be terrible to be um, Jets. But. As uh I think you're next, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So on the on thinking of like festivals and then it just kinda got me to thinking like living in the city and these things are starting to get more and more popular and stuff anyways, so what do you guys think about food trucks?
2: I enjoy food truck foods, but I feel like with the price that they're charging a lot of the time, oh, yeah. it's yeah. like, holy shit, I can't really justify it. I can go sit in a nice-ass restaurant for the same price. I feel like food truck, I know it's it's harder to get supplies and all that stuff, but like just sling some burgers and tacos and stuff for $5 instead of trying to sell them for 13 and it would yeah. be a lot better. So I'd say that... They're kind of overrated because.
1: I yeah, at festivals they definitely do that because that's your only option. But
2: I mean, I've seen some here in the city, like the farmers market and stuff. They have some sometimes, and like me and my girl, there was like vegan tacos or something. And they're like sixteen dollars yeah. and there were only like three of them. Yeah. And I'm like. And they're not that big. That's crazy, and I I definitely enjoy their food. So, it's like, it's kind of hard, but anytime I've ever seen one of the cities or any cities downtown, they be taxing. And it's just kind of hard to justify that when I could yeah. go sit in, an, in a restaurant yeah. for the same price. Or maybe even a little cheaper and get to chill.
1: But I like the idea and the convenience factor. The only thing that makes you feel good about them, too, is that you know, like, it's like, a, it's like a local one-off business a lot of times, you know? Yeah. So, you feel good, like, supporting them. No, for
2: sure, because a lot of the time it's just... I mean, not all the time. It's mainly businesses, but there are those people that just start a food truck. Yeah, they make make some bomb ass food, but I feel like if you find those ones, those are the ones that are gonna be reasonable because there's one in Imperial. Yeah, yeah. There's one in Imperial. A there's some that stand. are reasonable,
1: so it's not like it's like all of them. But I I do think because like I've seen the same shit where like the charges like outlandish for like, like it's, it's like insane. the food is like good, a, but it's like. That's fucking crazy at talk. Why wouldn't I just... <laughs> at
2: festivals this year, like after COVID, or last year, I guess, they've always been bad. But it's usually like $6 or $7 for a slice of pizza. But now they'd be asking like $10. And then you get you used to be able to get a burger and fries for $10. Now they're asking 15 to Everything 18. fucking went up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? $15 for <laughs> chicken, frozen chicken tenders and fries? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? I know, I'll that's eat, why... i dirt and... Imaginary bread before I pay fifteen dollars for chicken tenders and price.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like in that sense it, it definitely comes across to me as underrated. Or not underrated, overrated. Um but the food is good, so it's not like the food's Yeah, sucks I definitely enjoy the food. That, uh, Dude, usually, the noodle truck usually. at the festival I think dance it was rest? I think it was dance, dance fest that had that noodle truck. Noodles. Oh my oh god, my god, god those so things were <laughs> <laughs> shaking on the,
2: the teriyaki on a stick too Oh my god I could oh. See that was reasonable you, you could get Like the Meat and giant ass thing Of fucking noodles and sauce For like nine bucks Or the
1: I couldn't even finish teriyaki that Teriyaki on a
2: stick For five bucks And like You can split that shit And that's enough But so, shit Some of be texting Like fifteen bucks now And I'm like Damn I can I can make a feast For fifteen bucks Well not now With the way groceries are But Yeah
1: Used to be able to make a feast for fifteen bucks, <laughs> if you wanted to. Damn.
2: <laughs> oh well, part of life, I guess. Um. <laughs> oh so you say
1: overrated on a food truck? Yep. Same. You say yeah, overrated. Yeah. yeah. That's in, like, the, yeah. I thought the same. Fucking. You like it, but the shit's yeah. just expensive. I yeah. I just instantly thought of. I was like, yeah, that stuff is pretty good sometimes, and. He's like, yeah, it's like sixty bucks. I'm like, I could see like, it on the late. fucking menu. Now I'm like, because that's that's a bit like that's what it is every time. Like, it is really expensive. It's yeah. insane, but everything it's went good, up. Though. It's probably gonna be even Usually, more now. Yeah, no,
2: 100. <laughs> percent You're like, damn, what are you gonna do? Charge me 25 bucks
1: for a burger? Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, once what we were talking about earlier, for the experience sometimes, some, like things are, you know, worth it. Like if you're, it's like, oh fuck, like, downtown, I don't do this very Chicago often, or this is something or... I haven't tried. Exactly. So it's not like it's, you're like, you're relying on eating it five times a week or something. No, 100%. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. if you're going to splurge, oh, you the food's splur, good. So I'm not down with it. But it's still just
2: like, when you go to one and you're like, oh, I'm excited That's for some big, cheap though. food and it's more expensive than the restaurant, you're like, why don't I just fucking go chill? Yeah.
1: I'd say it's a cool experience to have occasionally, but it's not something that I would fucking go do a lot, you know, no, I eat in a food truck every time I saw one, but yeah. sometimes if I really felt felt it, I'd be like, I'm going to pull over and get some shit from
2: here. No, I agree entirely.
1: Okay, I thought of one that I don't think we've ever done, but I'll just, we've already answered for that, um, segue into it, have we ever done, uh, Chinese buffets, <laughs> um, I can't remember. Alright, I'm laying it on the table. Right, Chinese buffets. Underrated, man. Those <laughs> things are fucking fire. You get as
2: much sweet and sour chicken as you want, as much teriyaki chicken as you want. I don't care who touches it. I don't oh, care who okay. on it. This shit is amazing. Just don't think about it. Great. I mean, the bang for your buck. Usually, I mean, most of the time, that, that part's they're average, but. It's like man, unlimited Chinese food. What
1: could be better? Egg rolls. As it much fills as you, you want. the fuck up quick, though. No, that's sweet the and problem.
2: sour sauce, sweet and sour chicken, as much noodles as you want. <laughs> it's like fat kid in the candy store type shit.
1: It is so fucking good, but it's like I that's where they I stack you. my plate and then you eat like half of it and then I eat the whole plate and then I'm like, well, dude, <laughs> this is a buffet. I gotta go up for seconds. Yeah. So then I like put a whole lot more on the plate and then I get nowhere near finishing that plate. And I'm like, man, this is a buffet. I still want dessert though. Oh, yeah. And 100%. you go back up. Yeah. Even though you very, feel like very shit. Unhealthy.
2: Very, very unhealthy. But <laughs> underrated because, I mean, especially, I think a lot of people don't realize that you can ask them for fresh. Like, what if yeah, something's getting low, you can usually ask them and they'll do it. So, like, if you. I mean, if you're gonna go spend ten dollars on a thing of sweet and sour chicken, you might as well spend a twelve dollars on the buffet and get yeah. and fresh that and everything sweet else. Sweet sour teriyaki dessert rolls, ice cream, fucking noodles, rice. You know, because a lot yeah. of the times they won't let you get teriyaki
1: chicken or pepper
2: chicken, chicken, lemon shit. chicken, orange chicken, sweet and sour chicken, shrimp. Yeah, all of fucking it. Fucking salad orange bar. Chicken. Most of the time.
1: That's the problem, though. There's so many issues lately. That's what I'm saying. That I've like, been seeing with like. The germs. All shit the shit kinda, going on with the buffets, like Yeah. That's why I thought yeah. Like, there's just some nasty shit. <laughs> so I don't know. People touching. And the other I thing is weird eating this. The other thing is, and this is a fact. <laughs> I one of the times I got fucking food poisoning was from a Chinese buffet. <laughs> yeah. And this I was just, just like, sat out um, under the lamp forever. I, yeah, I don't know. It it wasn't it wasn't, like, one of the big ones that, like, I had been doing trusted, like, over the years. It was, like, a smaller one, and I just... It's I do cream cheese Do with it, the crab. And, right either, and it might have been, I tried that hours. sushi, though, and that could have definitely could've been that, Could have definitely been that, too. That, that's disgusting to think, though, because what if somebody touched, you know what I'm saying? Like... If somebody rubbed the inside uh, of their asshole <laughs> and then touched that sushi. <laughs> <you> no, <know>, like, <laughs> like... Like, Yeah. But, spray <laughs> but like, what if there pencil. was, like, bugs on it that you couldn't see? It's like, ah. I know, yeah. You think so about that kind of stuff. It's fucking or... gross, me. Well, I'm not answering. it's oh, true. What but, I mean, they're. Dude, I don't know. Know. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I have it's, a hard it's, time it's with so the whole fair. nastiness factor. I enjoy I buffets. When it, like, For the most of the to love love buffets, buffets. good. But now that I'm getting older and I'm starting to like realize and see a lot more shit too, and I like, I don't know, man. I know I I also realize buffets are definitely not the cleanest or most sanitary no, we'll way to, to eat buffet. your food. <laughs> That's why you get there right when they open. Yeah, you gotta like, yeah, you gotta get there early or like. I'm not gonna let that one experience offset my whole like. I, mostly buffet, like I've been fine. I never got sick. But, like, that was from a place, and I was just like, the place was dirty. I really should have known better, but that was because of fucking Cheatham. (laughs) He's the one (laughs) that, and I know he's going to be listening, he picked that place that we were going to go to, and I was like, god damn, I mean, like, there's no way we could have known, but the girl that was running it looked like she was fucking 14 years old. Really? Yeah. I was like... There's something's wrong with it's this place. Like, I don't know, like... Yeah. It was... It, like, this is awkward. There was is a little, was... like... Just something in the air, man. Something weird. Like, we, I don't even know why we ate there. But <laughs> his his good? Ass, yeah, he just... Was yeah, it good? No. What, ugh. Some Crystal? of it... I just really wish I hadn't eaten certain things there. Because some of the stuff was fresh, and some of it I was just, like, question, questioning... <laughs> But I don't even know if I just said fuck it or what. I mean, clearly I might have if I ate the sushi. Yeah, that That place...
2: you eat the sushi at the buffet? That's where you fucked up. I've I, done that before, I have too, have no and I'll never idea. do it again. I don't know. Why would you ever do that?
1: <laughs> I <laughs> don't like, know.
2: I don't even know what that's compared to.
1: But I know better, and that fucked me up. <laughs> You're like, never? Because I've only felt like that <laughs> twice, like in that same way, and I, that's how I knew. I feel so, like I, fried sushi... If, you, if you're going to eat sushi at the buffet, it should be fried sushi because then at least it's deep fried it's not the raw shit.
2: No, 100%. I've never had fried sushi. That sounds kind of good.
1: Yeah, they they have it at some buffets I've and shit. I've never sushi
2: because I don't like raw stuff. I don't like anything slimy for the most part. Yeah.
1: Sushi's not necessarily slimy a lot of times. Like kind of, yellow? It's compact. <laughs> I don't like it.
2: I'm not a fan, but yeah. I don't like
1: squishy textures. You like jello? No. <laughs> like I don't like bananas. I'm like, you can I'm switch jello around, though, and it becomes a liquid.
2: That makes me mortified just thinking I <laughs> mean, I'm definitely taking some jello shots in the day, but I'll just swallow oh, the whole thing and hope not to throw up. Oh, man. This feels real weird. I wonder
1: if you even get too drunk if you swallow the whole jello shot instead of chewing it up. You do.
2: It's the same thing. It goes in your stomach. But that acid takes it down for a show. Mm, yeah. But probably just hits you all at once when it all disintegrates.
1: It's just a mental thing for me. I'm like, I gotta chew this yeah. bastard <laughs> up. Yeah, right? It's gonna get me drunker. Yeah, 100%. No uh, <clears throat> one had one in years. A uh, what? A jello shop. Oh yeah, no
2: true. I had one at Mardi Gras a couple weeks ago with sauce. That was funny. Oh yeah. We took just one. I know, I went two. out with
1: him for uh St. Patty's day. I was trying to. And Justin.
2: Yeah. Well did he did small fry get lit?
1: Uh he had a few, but I had more. I mean he was trying to keep it like I guess somewhat mellow. But he was kind of fucked up at one point, yeah. Yeah. He didn't get too bad at one point. I told him I was like, make sure I don't fall down because I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm I like, like, I'm, I'm like, I have a pretty empty stomach right now. <laughs> I'm like, I, dude, I don't even know. Like sometimes I'm like, eh. I don't really mind drinking on an empty stomach. I'm like, I don't have anything you to get, throw up. Get, I'll be all right.
2: <laughs> exactly, and you get and to the point faster. It's
1: crazy, but I'm like, because I'm like, I'm already probably dehydrated too much. I like don't drink enough water sometimes. Well, you should probably do that. I know. Water I try. I've been trying. Water
2: Is the essence of life.
1: Yeah, you gotta drink some water for sure. You gotta
2: drink, I mean, you really need to drink a significant amount. When How I much drink water? Do you I don't drink, drink enough. Today, I probably drink at least. Five to seven water bottle, like sixteen ounces a day, at least. And then at night, man, I'll try to fill up like a giant fountain cup or whatever, and I'll try to chug like two or three of those. And dude, ever since I started uh, drinking water, I feel so much better on a daily basis.
1: That's so, what I heard.
2: Sometimes, I mean, it's obviously not <laughs> it's just a new not, thing. <laughs> not
1: obviously. New trend. That's what I heard about water. <laughs> Not, I mean, obviously, it's not overnight. But it's crazy how much of a difference it yeah. genuinely makes. I'm sure just just day in and day out, and just flushing like everything out. It just out kicks
2: me into life in the morning. Like, even if I don't want to, I'll just wake up. When I get to work or whatever, I'll just crack water, but I'll just drink the whole thing. And then I'll drink
1: my coffee or whatever. I know, you gotta stay hydrated. I just fucking need to get it more from water, too, than I do. No, 100%. That's water sure. always makes me feel better. Like, if I
2: feel sick, instead of taking medicine, I'll just. Chug like three bottles of water and In my mind It makes me feel better Cause a lot of the time I mean You probably are dehydrating, And you just don't yeah. realize it Yeah it's I think it's
1: you. More noticeable For sure Whenever it's like Hot out Like whenever it's been warmer lately I've just been drinking A lot more fluid in general
2: I mean it's definitely easier To drink liquids When it's warm Yeah It's mm-hmm. hard to drink water When it's cold
1: Yeah You gotta remind yourself More when it's colder out And shit Because you're just Fucking freezing your balls off And shit This is very true Yeah, I usually only drink, like, two to to three a day. Mm -hmm. People drink a lot of of caffeine. Really? Of water a day. I drink one in the morning during, like, breakfast and shit, maybe, like, one and a half, and then I drink, like, one, Why drink, like, the rest of whatever's left (laughs) in my cup, and then I refill it, like, at night and shit, like, I'll drink the rest of whatever's in there, then I'll refill it and take it to bed. I always
2: try to. Sometimes I don't, but for the most part, definitely do. Just get it down, and then it's all good. Yeah, and just get into a daily habit. No,
1: 100%. Getting into habits and <laughs> in anything definitely helps. Um Did you guys make a final decision on uh, Chinese buffets? He said underrated. Yep. <laughs> you're <laughs> still getting... the health. You're like, I, I mean, whatever. That's what I said. Okay, I if that, If it. that offsets it for you, then fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Most I'm gonna mean. say it fair, but it, I explained my points because it is bang for your buck and I actually used to fucking love Chinese buffets and I bet you I'd still enjoy them. Like, the, thought of, the, the thought of some of the food now even sounds good, but it's like <laughs> also all the shit that I have now learned, seen, heard, and know about all the shit you and like how use. long it sits out and shit, it's kind of like I feel a little weird even like picking up a plate and trying to eat there, you know? Thinking about doing it. <laughs> so I'll yeah. give it a fair
2: fair enough I got one for you guys modern rap music
1: you're talking like, like cause like there's a lot of shit yeah real modern like uh the late fucking 2010s kind of Or you mean like SoundCloud rap like mumble yeah, rap you, yes I'm thinking like Trippy Red and, like heavy beats with hmm, heavy, heavy. bass on sort of Just,
2: well, even radio, like, radio rap.
1: Yeah, I mean.
2: Obviously, without the bad language. I'm just not a big fan.
1: It's not my favorite, but there's certain artists that I'm a fan of. I mean,
2: I see some of these people, like on SoundCloud, for instance, like the Trippy Red guy. He gets, like, 50 million views on some of his songs, and they're garbage, in my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just, it's just crazy what a lot of people like to what a lot of people don't like and music's such an interesting thing because <laughs> yeah like you a hear a you, you hear it completely different than I do and me in my eyes you know my favorite music is the best music hands down but in so and so's mm-hmm. eyes you're what the fuck is that or I just don't like that you know that's what I like about it so much It's kind of like food you know some people love tacos and some people are like eh some people love pizza more than anything some people are like Hey, <laughs> you know, Yeah. some people like avocados, and I fucking hate them. So, <laughs> so it's just interesting, definitely
1: interesting. Everybody's different, you know. It's cool. 100%. So, what do you guys think? Of modern rap music, overrated, underrated? Fair. So, there's certain artists that I really like. Like I said, like I like, I don't even know. I mean, I there's a fuckload of modern rap on my music, like on my in my library and shit that I listen to. A lot like, but I know what you mean by certain artists too, like some of it doesn't, I some monitor, of it doesn't feel, I guess
2: style rap, I guess.
1: some of it doesn't feel like the rapper necessarily needs as much talent. Like a lot of it's, a lot of it's his producer. sound design and stuff. Yeah.
2: No, for sure. I definitely feel like that. Yeah.
1: But there proper. are certain artists that are really, really, like that yeah, I, I still like a lot. It's not without exception. But I would probably say overrated, because um, there are some that are good. But, yeah, Predom- yeah predominantly, said, but. like, some of the overplayed, like, stuff that you're like, eh, there's, you know, you kind of roll your eyes at compared to, like, what classic, like, hip-hop and shit is, 100%. and shit that takes, like, so much fucking memory and calculation mm-hmm. and orchestrating and shit like that. I don't know. I mean, not that they don't put in the work for um, it. It's yeah. just, No, for sure. It's definitely a taste thing, and we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not the, you know what I'm saying, like the teenage we're fucking herbs anymore. You know not what I'm saying? The we're, teenagers not teenagers. The, we, we're not listening no, be, to that. Would. They're listening to that. It's no, like, for sure. That's, that's definitely... Yeah, I'm listening definitely. to my guys still, you yeah. know? It no, definitely I'm, makes a massive difference. I mean, what you grow does. up with is what you like. You got to think, it's like the years, they they feel like they're going by quicker, but like, you remember how long they were then? Yeah, no, and like that's sure. how it is for EMSAN. You know like that's kind of that's how it's going No it's crazy you know, we're, just, get, we're it's, getting
2: older compared to the it's wild. High schoolers these days. A lot of
1: responsibility breeds a lot of uh you know time moving quickly really. It's also hard though because there's certain guys like that I kind of listen to like I don't know like Flatbush and School, Schoolboy Q and Vince Staples and dudes like those that I don't necessarily consider like they're modern rap but they're not see, that kind of modern nah, rap yeah. you know yeah,
2: that's yeah. why I try to specify new style like cause I like guess modern you know people still make rap that sounds you know like the yeah. shit that we used and to listen to and it's not
1: all the, the no, same, I mean it's just like it's just yeah. all like
2: electronic it's just like Country. It's just like anything. I mean, you can still be country, but sound exactly uh, pretty fucking different. You can still be rock and sound pretty fucking different.
1: There's so many genres of subgenres of you know yeah, no, other sure. like it's no, mixes of and sometimes featuring other artists that like it's are hard different. It's hard to even categorize some music it is. because
2: they've got different genre of people mixing in with each other. And you're yeah. like, What the fuck is this? Is it? Pop or is it rap or is it rock or is it country? Yeah, (laughs) it's that. (laughs) The lines are that
1: blurred with some stuff now. Yeah, it's it's wild. Most definitely. If people are making music with everybody, Mm -hmm. it's cool.
2: I do kind of like that though. I like how people expand their horizons because I feel like if you can make multiple genres of music, you might as well. If people don't like it, oh well. I mean, if you can do it and if you're able to and you and you enjoy it, fucking make what you want.
1: That's what I always thought too. Like, yeah. as an artist, like, you're allowed to be an artist. Like, make what you want to make. Yeah, just
2: yeah. because most of your fans like this doesn't mean you can't make that. You do you what you, 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 you
1: want to do. And, like, th- most of them are smart enough to realize they need their own brand too, not just to collaborate. They're but why not good. bring everybody else, you know what I'm saying, in to be part of it also? Like, because everything is going to. It helps everybody. No, I agree. Uh,.
2: You got another one for us?
1: Yeah, this is uh, going back to um, football here. Oh, shit. The Detroit Lions franchise.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's... I (laughs) I, I don't even know, I guess, because everyone knows that they're terrible, so fair... Because, I mean, nobody's underrated them because what is there to rate? Nobody can overrate them because what is there to rate? I think it's think <laughs> decent.
1: But the, the, the thing I will give them, though, is Lions fans. are they're, they're still Lions fans, They are. Man. They're like He's talking about the organization, not the fan base. Well, no, I mean, as really just as, Lions, a whole, as a whole. The fact I just, that they
2: still have people in their stands when they haven't made the playoffs. Won a playoff game since 1957 tells me that. They at least are dedicated and at least loyal. Because Jesus Christ, I can't even imagine that. I cried for thirteen years, let alone for sixty-five, seventy.
1: They must be like a still merchandisable team, though. Like they get a Thanksgiving game every year. Yeah, their fan base is still pretty big. Like they got the. I know people that Jared Jared like. Goff. It.
2: <laughs> yeah. I wish. I loved that man with all my soul, but he (laughs) let me down. Great guy, huge dog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I mean, didn't get him anywhere after got it done.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely great guy, huge dog. (laughs) (laughs)
1: The biggest dog. You said fair? To the Lions. Yes, yeah. The Lions, man, they've had... They, like
2: I said, there's nothing really... They've had a lot of potential
1: over it. the years, though.
2: Calvin Johnson was the fucking man. <laughs> I mean, so was Barry Sanders, but that didn't
1: mean they did anything. Barry Sanders was the fucking man. And you know what happened to both
2: of them? <laughs> That's it. They were. You know what happened to really? both of them? Yeah, exactly. Like in teams.
1: They and, made their money. Their lives, got think Stafford was named. the only good
2: player out of that franchise that actually left.
1: They were like, hey, man, I want to get out. And the Lions were like, well, we got you under contract, dude. You're staying at least five more years. And they were both... Johnson and Sanders are both like, well, I quit then. I re- I'm retiring. Yeah, I can't... I mean, that's oh, they could have broke records. 100%. <laughs> Calvin <laughs> Johnson Sanders Sanders definitely would
2: have. Because, I mean, he had 15,000 yards in nine seasons. 15,000 yards in nine seasons. That is astronomically insane. I mean, he was...
1: Yeah. I mean, I wasn't alive during the era, but... Me neither. I mean, I've definitely watched plenty of highlights. Yeah.
2: Plenty of highlights. There's not really any... Mid- Players like him. He can make, turn a 7-yard loss into a 45-yard touchdown. And just crazy. I
1: feel like the running backs today are not... I mean, I'm not shitting on the running backs today. There's some fire running backs today. But, like, I feel like back in the day, like, they wouldn't fucking go down. Like, they were brilliant, I agree. Man.
2: But you gotta remember, the concussion shit now, and then also, it's a passing league. It was a running league back then. It's mm-hmm. a passing league now. Even in the last 10 years, it's evolved so much more into the spread offense. Like, pretty much, yeah. the top teams are all, all have at least spread offense-capable, like, talent. I mean, there's not really that many teams running the I-formation other than the Ravens because they have a fucking they can running throw. back that can run a 4-3, and nobody else has that. But other than them... You can't win a Super doesn't Bowl doesn't with work. a strong no, running game. It doesn't really nowadays. work that way anymore. I mean, for instance, the Rams only ran for, like, 30 yards the whole Super Bowl. Or with only a strong running game, I should say. Yeah. I mean, the running is definitely important, but I just feel like the carries have went down quite a bit over the years, uh, and then it's just spread now. you know? If you can't keep up with the high-flying offenses, it's kind of difficult. Do I still think it can work 100%? See, the 49ers, I mean, they control, they run the ball, and they control the clock, and they play nasty defense, and it works. But when Jimmy G and their offense needed to make plays they couldn't you know yeah it's just part of it you gotta be able to have that high-flying offense now with the way that any given second any team it feels like can strike a 70-yard touchdown
1: on you <laughs> you know yeah Used to just be run 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 Jimmy just like I don't know he, he's not obviously he's not like with the elite of the elite but like he's he's done a lot in the fucking league he only, yeah, that's the thing, though, is he only averages throwing 20, 25 times a game. Like, he doesn't no, throw the sure. ball he's a, he's a lot. He's a game
2: manager. He's won a lot of games. It's just, mm, that just goes back to how difficult it is to be an NFL quarterback. I mean, yeah. it really is. There's a lot that goes into it. So much, I mean, just to read a defense is just extremely fucking difficult because they all look the same but you gotta tell by their body language that what they're gonna do you know before they do it you got two and a half three seconds to figure it out and that's not very long one Two boom! You're getting sacked, smashed in the face by Aaron Donald if you don't throw the ball. <laughs> you know that's some scary shit, dude. <laughs> I mean,
1: like, you got the baddest motherfuckers on
2: the planet chasing after you, full blast, while you're trying to stand still. Oh yeah, this part, the part of the game, so it's and not like they're you're gonna, you're gonna fucking hold up. And they <laughs> want to smash it. <laughs>
1: they're they're looking to wreck you. Yeah, you know. You uh, save for the Lions. Uh, all time. Yeah, there's no way the Lions could be underrated. They've never done yeah, shit. So that's playing. the thing. I've, I like the Lions enough, but it's like... There's no way to underrate them because... Yeah, because
2: what have they done? Yeah.
1: And yeah. nobody necessarily says they're... I'm good. Nobody's like, the Lions are the shit, man. So that's why. I so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> everybody does know. It's like, dude, the Lions, they... Like people do sort of root for them. It's always wanna cool whenever something. they can like pull off like a Thanksgiving game though, or something like they did a few years back. Yeah, I end up rooting for the Lions a lot because yeah, I want to yeah. see them. Just you know, I, I want to see. You, them. I mean,
2: it's just a just a natural thing to cheer for the underdog. It's just a natural. Yeah. Th- I mean, feeling for a lot of people. I mean, you want to cheer for the underdog because mm-hmm. it's always exciting to see the people that have no chance to pull it out. You know. That's yeah. what, hence why people enjoyed Rey Mysterio a lot, because like you said, he was always building... The Bengals this year, The Bengals. A lot of people wanted the Bengals to win just because they were 4-12 last year.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Single-handedly. Yeah, and... I mean, like, not only, but he, like... I
2: mean, Joe Burrow's a yeah.
1: fucking machine, and...
2: I don't think he played that great in the Super Bowl, but at the same time, how could you when you got Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, and Aaron Donald running at you full speed with one of the worst offensive lines in the league?
1: Dude, yeah, that offensive line needs work. <laughs> they got two. You can't two take of that. The many best, sacks. They got
2: two of the best free agents this year.
1: He gets did he get sacked ten times in the Super Bowl? I think so. Seven. I ten thought he. Four. I thought he fucking got sacked at least nine. No, he,
2: the thing is, he didn't get sacked until like a minute left in the second. So technically, like. I mean, they had, he had, they had seven sacks in one half. So that's a lot, man. Yeah. And he just, I mean, he missed some throws, don't get me wrong, but he was also, how are you not trigger happy when you're getting smashed every two seconds? Yeah. Like, you're going to let go of the ball, or you're not going to step into your throw because you're afraid that you're going to step into Von Miller running at you full speed or something. Like, just think about how hard those guys hit you. Yeah. Like, think about the force it feels when you get smashed by them full speed. It's just like a truck hitting another truck.
1: Talking shit. Literally. Smoking
2: (laughs) Yeah, I saw somebody was talking crap to Aaron Donald during the game, and that's why he stepped into gear. Somebody grabbed him by the throat, and he didn't get called for it, so he said, all right, let's go, bitches. (laughs) And sure as shit, he fucking did.
1: How are the Rams going to fare this year?
2: I think that it's Rams and Bucks and the NFC And I feel like we've got probably a pretty fucking solid chance to make the Super Bowl. But the AFC is loaded. But the AFC's got some damn talent. They have a lot of competition over there. Also, the the most talented teams in the AFC didn't even go to the Super Bowl last year. Crazy things happened in the NFL. A couple players, yeah. a couple... Like the Bengals... I mean, the Chiefs and the Bills were 100% better than the Bengals. There's no doubt. Even yeah. though the... Yeah. Uh, Bengals beat the Chiefs twice. I mean, obviously the Bills. It was just the, the, line the, of the better big bracket. Team. So, with the way that it went this year, I really doubt that the underdog is going to come through. So, if the Rams are going to repeat, they're going to have to go through the big dogs, the Chiefs, or the Bills, or maybe the Broncos or fucking
1: that is going to be Char- so much. I mean, there's so many possibilities, reason. but
2: I'd say if, as of right now, I would take the Rams and Bills for the Super Bowl. Winner to be determined, but obviously I'm biased, so I'll take the Rams. But if I was betting, it'd be something I'd stay away from because I wouldn't fucking know. Genuinely wouldn't know.
1: We still got a long time and a bunch oh, of yeah. moves to be made, due. Yeah, I, season, I got
2: to so. see if I can go for the three P in our fantasy football championships. Yeah, we'll, so, <laughs> we'll see about that. So three in a row, I'm hoping. To win. So yeah, you that. won.
1: <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> we yeah, can give you that. Yeah, yeah, he air. did. Both years, fuck. Well, the Ricky Pico oh, went in geez. the fantasy league two years
2: in a row. Yeah, it happens. Oh well. <laughs> I might let like the money guys win next year, but we'll see. I got, I got lucky on quite a few. Fantasy football is definitely not all. I mean, not all up to the person. Your player, your players that. You pick randomly. Definitely you need to perform when it matters most. Well, you gotta switch guys in and out too, so and pay attention sure, to you things. Got, I'm not you gotta su- pay
1: attention to matchups and shit. Like I was going through like uh, a phase in like my other league that I had set up, um, where like I was switching out my defense like every week towards like the end of the season because I was just like, well, fuck, some of these look shitty. Some matchups, like, cause it was down to who was left. So I was just like, well, f- I don't know who to even play. So I had to keep like altering people just based no, on the No, I attitude. definitely,
2: I mean, I've made some pretty great wire, waiver wire picks up, pickups, and then I honestly can say that I did not leave very many points on the bench at all this year. Like, I maybe had one game all season where I uh, didn't pick the right player. So, that was definitely nice and lucky. But
1: yeah, that, that hurts when you yeah, like... No, it definitely does. You had a player that put up, like, 38, and they're sitting on your bench. You're like, oh, what the hell, man. <laughs> of course this happened. My it's like, this guy's put up fucking six points the past five weeks. Now he goes off for Dude, 38. What are, and those, on my bench. what are those weeks, like, if I had played fucking even, like, Russell Gage over somebody, like, he would have scored me enough points. I'm like, Ugh. and I felt like, because he was on the come up, like, he was scoring, like, 16, 18. But I was just yeah. like... He's still not proven over this guy. I'm like, I'm just gonna sit on all in the fucking Yeah, I mean This you never know. You really don't. Like you just have to You know what I'm saying? Like you have to intuition just, intuition about
2: it, I guess. You um, really you really do have to have um, the fantasy about it. Yeah. I guess you just gotta fantasize about what the fuck they're gonna do and hopefully you pick right. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean realistically. Yeah. Uh yeah. I've got a few ideas on who I'm going to pick for the next season already, but definitely excited to see what the draft ends up being and how that goes. They'll definitely take into consideration for picks, but I don't feel like very many quarterbacks are going to make day one starts, and then there might be some receivers that would be good, depending on the right situations. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, if they get drafted high and go to the bad teams, eh, but if some of them slip in the draft... and. Aaron Rodgers gets a new target in the first round or something. I mean, that might be someone to snag. He
1: f- they he needs something because the, like, they're, they're, they're in trouble. They're in fucking trouble. Control. Yeah. No, I
2: agree entirely. And like he
1: just signed a four year deal. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but crazy. if they do, what if they do bad this year? Is it guaranteed? They're they're probably gonna win. The Most of it still. is. I was gonna say if I what if they like did bad this year and then he tried to get out or some shit. I'd be fucked. The Broncos aren't available now. They got Russ.
2: Yeah, and he's six years younger,
1: so I would take him anyways.
2: A, a- Rod's thirty nine years old.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like it was a good deal. Like, regardless of what I feel about the Packers, they pissed me the fuck off many a times over the years and shit. But like, I don't hate Rodgers either at all, and like, I feel like I kind of actually liked to see that he I was mean, finishing a- out his career in Green Bay.
2: He's a four time MVP, but at the same time, I feel like he just scores him for that money and doesn't really care that much about winning another Super Bowl, if you want me to be honest. I just he, don't uh, see yeah, yeah, he doesn't. I don't see the drive or the care because why would you want all this money? I mean, obviously, he's a fucking bazillionaire at this point. Like you've got a couple years left to win a Super Bowl, man. You've already got four. I think he days. liked to get everybody
1: stirring up about no, like, does. oh, I might leave. I might leave. I might. But like, in so he probably got the biggest contract he could possibly get. Well, 100%, he so
2: just, he fiddled them around. And, man, he did, it and it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. He grabbed a so like, ball sack and just pulled them around, and yeah. they said, even hey, after.
1: Daddy, even after losing the divisional <laughs> round, fucking yeah. this year to the Niners, Dude, seven points. Fuck man. the Niners, man. Seven points after that. But I'm sport. not like I, I respect what the Niners did because they fuck did. The it, Niners, like I they fucking. Fuck the Niners. But yeah, I don't like the Niners, man. The Niners did beat the hell out of some people though. They fucking broke my heart. Beating the shit out of the Cowboys, the and then bad, they uh, broke Tim Sartre the next <laughs> week. Beating the shit out of the Packers. <laughs> At least my Rams got revenge for you. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Your Rams, Rams worked, yeah. won.
2: That was a, that was a nail biter. Great game. Yeah,
1: it dude. Like after they got over that hump, uh, they just they had what it took. They're like oh, yeah. they were gonna beat the like, Bengals. Already- like they had won some crazy games in that fucking playoff run, but it, I just
2: feel like their luck was gonna run out eventually. <sighs> yeah, there was just. I mean, they should have.
1: McPherson argued, won that one game all by have his motherfucking self.
2: Lost <laughs> all three other playoff games before that. Like they could have definitely, arguably lost, but they won. And Joe Burrow's got potential. That offense has got potential. They've got potential. I mean, they've they're really just a high potential squad. And that's another team that I'm forgetting about in the AFC. Like they've got the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the. Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders, all making massive moves.
1: Yeah, the Browns. That's gonna be hard. do the fucking Browns. <laughs> yeah, it's my team, man. <laughs> yep, he's more proud of him now than ever. <laughs> Fuck off, bro. Uh, I I'm hurt by these son <laughs> bitches, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, but hey man, they got Amari Cooper. He actually, went from one of my teams to another one of my teams. So. Yeah, I, when I saw that I was like, oh that's funny. <sighs> that would be just shit if Antonio went there though. Dude, I <laughs> he can't should. imagine. He's no, he said he wanted to play for Amar too. Did he? Why would they hire him? Why would they hire him? I honestly <laughs> Nobody should. <laughs> But I, well, don't I don't know, because Deshaun got this contract, so I guess anything is possible in the NFL. I mean, you never it really know. Is any, I mean, He's going to walk out.
2: It just shows that all i mean—all franchises care about is winning, and they don't really, I
1: mean. No. Even in their, like, Brown statements about it, they're just like, it, ma- it made it diligence. sound like they were, yeah, they were just like, oh, we talked to, it made, literally, <laughs> it boiled down to what they were saying was, oh, we had a talk with them. He seemed like a good guy to us, I so know. we hired him. Yeah. What do you mean you had a fucking two hour conversation here's with him? A quarter of a billion dollars,
2: what's up? Astronomical. But he probably made the arguments like, I'm not gonna make any endorsement money or anything, so you guys better pay me. You know, because ain't nobody gonna put him on no commercials. Maybe a massage commercial. Oh, <laughs> <too my. soon. laughs> Massage <laughs> envy with Deshaun
1: <the> Watson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no! was featuring Watson. Oh, that's fucked up. That's fucked. Yeah, he's, you know he's, they're he's like he's gonna up. rebuild his image here and he's <laughs> gonna stay here. <laughs> well,
1: that's what he said. He's like we lo- He said that he looked forward to trying to rebuild his image here in Cleveland. It's like yeah, yeah, I would I would be able to say that too if I fucking like if the people let him. If the people even like a like to let like him you try. Get,
2: if you were a normal guy, you wouldn't even get hired at Walmart. If you fucking had these cases pending. (laughs) And you could get a quarter of a billion dollars to play a kid's game... And you wouldn't even get hired at Walmart. I mean, that's just crazy. Like, it genuinely is. like, oh, I've got, it is insane. I've got 22 cases pending right now for sexual assault. That's all. It's only
1: 22. But in the NFL, it's like, yeah, hey, you it's might like, like, no, be fuck, play it. like, it isn't no. criminal court, though. <laughs> so we're hiring <laughs> <him."> <laughs> no, no criminal charges for
2: you. You no, only got to pay him each $5 million. So shut up. They're like,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. We can pay this guy. <laughs> crazy, man. Sounds because. like you got a lot of court cases. You need the money.
2: <laughs> We're hiring you.
1: <laughs> it's you're, fucked up. I think he's going to play, though. I don't think they're going to suspend him, are they? Yeah, they will. They probably they, will for a will. little bit, uh, well, I imagine. Yeah. But I don't little know how long.
2: Four games, which would be... What, well, are they going to keep
1: good. Baker and then try to fucking trade him? Or I mean, something he's, he's lost the whole season already, to Sean, did, but, like...
2: Is it know. enough... Minimum I think he four? should I
1: think he should have to leave what? Minimum yeah. four games
2: I what he said Yeah, yeah. Baker's still a of Conduct violations Getting all them charges And shit Yeah Cause uh, But I mean it's just uh, There's just no words for that The only people that are excited for that Are the Houston Texans fans That they get three first rounders And a third rounder For a fucking Guy that they didn't think were,
1: They were gonna get anything out of <laughs> Houston They're like Woo they lost their fucking like he was doing yeah, pretty the good there, but the defense before defense all this defense stuff defense. happened, this shit. <laughs> I remember like him tearing it up like down there for a while, like some of the scores and shit. I mean, he, and he, fucking wasn't bad. oh yeah, he. I mean, he tore some it up there it a couple was, seasons. He yeah. really did. And then like, but like, what do they have now? Like, I guess they have some picks, but they have all the Browns <laughs> picks. And literally. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean... the Bra like. Of course, they're take a t- fucking championship the first year either. Dude, I don't like. I don't know what.
2: I can't imagine what his cap hits are the next few seasons either. You're talking to solid. They're gonna get diced. His, their team goes to one player. It's like Aaron Rodgers, man. I mean, won't say that. Just kidding.
1: No, it's true. It is. It's. True. It's gonna. It's. I hope.
2: I don't think they will be a threat, really. I, just don't see I still think
1: they're going to win the division. No, <laughs> they're yeah, they're going do, the division. they're going to still be a fucking contending team this league, year. Yeah. In the Vikings. So. The, yeah. I kind of like the, the toughest system. of the competition.
2: Uh, I feel like Kirk Cousins is a little bit better than people say, and then obviously Justin Jefferson is a fucking monster. He played and lost and is, a lot of close games. Yeah, and he was my year. starting receiver both years, so I'll take it. Kirk? No, uh, Jefferson. No yeah.
1: I know, he freaking diced me. Whenever you were playing me, like, a few times. Yeah, he's nasty. I, I, I like that
2: Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson combo. I had it back-to-back years. Solid. Very solid. Consistent. Stefan Diggs isn't a giant play receiver, but he gets a solid eight catches, eight yards, and a touchdown. And that's fucking good in fantasy. Consistency is key in fantasy, I feel like. Uh, Low-ceiling players, you know, or... Uh, Low floor players, I mean, or high floor, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. High floor players. <laughs> you get at least, you want at least 10 points in the PPRs. Yeah, 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 for sure. You don't want the guys that get 20 and then 3, and then 18 and then 7. You want the guys that get 10 to 25 pretty consistently every time. Obviously, 10 is disappointing. That's how fucking
1: player. Waller's numbers were for a little bit, like last Waller year. Waller was a beast. Yeah.
2: And with... Uh, Devontae Adams taking away some of that grits. I kind of forgot about that.
1: Evan Waller. Renfro. I, like I that. know. They're in a must-win situation. Yeah. I mean, they're not. Renfro must, and Adams, Adams. The next though. few
2: years. Shit, most teams are right now. Though. I know. I mean, so this is
1: gonna get real fucking competitive, dude, real. It's gonna do. There's some, there's some good teams. Yeah, there is. There's so many. Playoff
2: man. ball from like week three. <laughs> like as soon as the team gets ahead.
1: There's so many good quarterbacks, like with different, like, well, there's I mean, there isn't, but there's just gonna be so many good fucking matchups, like.
2: No, I agree uh, entirely. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, I would obviously like to see the Rams to repeat, but since they won, I'm pretty satisfied for at least a few years because I've waited my whole life. I can wait a little longer now that I know that we had it. Life's complete. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. Since we're already kind of on the topic anyways, and it's my third one, I'll just kind of toss it out there. What do you guys think about the extension of the season, adding one more game? I like it. Yeah, I like it too.
2: I like it. I like the extra regular season. Preseason's a fucking joke. So, and guys
1: get hurt, and it doesn't
2: even matter. Yeah. I li- I, I'm still not the biggest fan of the seventh team in the playoffs because I kind of like the first two seeds getting buys. But... I mean, it just makes it that much more interesting, but so far, this that 17's been kind of a joke. Like, yeah. the Eagles got slaughtered, and the Steelers got yeah. slaughtered. And then last year, I forgot who they were, but I know they got slaughtered. So, like... Yeah, like the switch-up of all this. A, yeah. It's kind of been like, hey, here's this pointless team for the number two seed to annihilate. Instead
1: it's kind of, like... I guess it's cool to, like, add the underdog slot in there and, like, try to give that and it has I mean, a an chance extra game but to the yeah. playoffs which is That's nice. cool too.
2: So you're getting a whole extra game of the like season it. and two extra playoff games and playoff games are always fun even if they're ass-whoopings. But so far that extra game has not really been worth it I guess mm-hmm. for the fact that that second team doesn't it's more dollars guy. I mean for sure but I mean, it's always been number one and two seeds get to buy, so it's just kind of weird not having that. But that just makes the number one seed that much more important. It does. And then there's
1: one there's at the one. top. Granted, no matter what, the second seed is not the first seed, so they wouldn't be advantaged anyway yes. if they played the first seed. But, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. So the second seed shouldn't have to play the first seed. No, I mean, no, no. They should be set apart, but they should get the slightly harder game. Yeah. it all Just so it's all kept even.
2: So, no, it's i definitely enjoy it. Uh, I think it'll be that way a while. The next thing I would like to see them do, which probably never fucking happened, I would like to see a division switch up. It's been so long since the divisions have gotten switched up. Even if one team from each division got flipped around, that would change up the league so fucking much. But Mm -hmm. it's like rivalries and stuff. But just think about how much more matchups and stuff we get with just one different team in each division. It would switch up a lot of shit. It would be pretty fucking exciting. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that a lot. Yeah. It would be really
1: crazy if it was any more, it, like, any more than one. <laughs> a lot of one. teams are like, they yeah. do it, though, too, for travel reasons, because a lot of teams are located yeah. by each other and shit. Yeah, yeah. And division-wise. It makes sense. Like New England and Buffalo, and, like, they got, like, L.A., San Fran, Arizona, Seattle. Oh, yeah, yeah. that all should, like, that makes sense, like, you know. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of it, division. Like, you know, the East and fucking West and shit. But, like, when the Rams Rifles. moved out to St. Louis, they had to travel all, all the fucking the way the fucking out to the West Coast there, all, the all the time. Yeah, that's no. fucking wild. Uh, they were disadvantaged for a long
2: time. Yeah, I mean, all that travel. Yeah. Travel definitely makes you fatigued. It does. Uh, That's a long ways. I mean, that's 60% across the country every fucking six times a year, or five times a year, whatever. No, I guess six times. Uh, yeah, but, that would be fun. I doubt it happens anytime soon. I'm still kind of iffy on the overtime rule changes. I kind of like it how it is. I feel like, they've been kind of pushing for, the if a team scores a touchdown, they have to go for two, and then the other team gets the ball. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I was so used to, you know, driving down and getting a field goal and winning, that I'll take this. Like, Get a fucking stop. I mean, this is what it boils down to. I mean, football is offense, defense, and special teams. I mean, if your de- defense can't at least hold them to a field goal for their one drive after they already played for four quarters and they're tired as shit, yeah, I guess you don't deserve to win. In my opinion, I mean,
1: yeah, you gotta bring it when you gotta bring it. You, you gotta know. bring it when you gotta bring it.
2: Like your d- offense is, or your defense is supposed to be equal to their offense, but. The main argument with that is people feel like the league caters to the offense, so that's why they feel like it's a disadvantage. But the rules are the rules. I mean, you got to make it how you make it and show your defense is
1: better than their offense, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody always, they, like, blame the rules and shit like that. Yes, their yeah, time their team loses, 100%. <laughs> Josh Allen, he would say, he's like, listen, he's like, we would have been celebrating the exact, the exact same, same way, way if yep. fucking we would have won. Or if we would have won the coins. <laughs> yeah. When are you going to be like, oh, they were like, no defense on either side of the ball was fucking stopping either offense in that game.
2: 100%. They were getting
1: gunned down every drive by both offenses. So it was like, whoever got the ball was winning. Oh, I agree. Yeah. That was a hellacious game. Like, that was was a damn thing. I definitely enjoyed the playoffs this
2: year. Pretty solid all the way through, except the wild card round. But the rounds that really mattered were... Top notch. Yeah, the there card, was a lot, lot of a lot of ass
1: beating. There were a lot yeah. of shockers. Like one week was like blowouts and shit, and then the next week is like all sets, and then it was like, dogs. what the fuck is going on?
2: <laughs> I definitely enjoyed sending Brady into retirement for six weeks, and then he fucking came back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm happy. Honestly, I kind of like gonna felt sick. that. Like, Me that too. was going to happen. Even when he said he was retired, I'm like, it feels weird. Like, it doesn't feel right. He didn't really have the narrative control of his... Because people were, like, pushing him into it, and he's just like, listen, I didn't say that yet. And then he kind of said it days later or whatever, and then it sort of felt like it was out of his hands. Yeah, so I think he that's to reason do why he he'd came it. He sort back. of fucked it up and, like, fuck that. Like, he should have at least a season where he'd be like, listen, I'm going to give this everything I got. Who knows if even this is going to be it. I know. You know? He might play at 46. Like... So I'm 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 pretty pumped about it honestly. Brady's still in, Rogers still in. I mean, if if they sign somebody, they gotta sign somebody. They need to stay in. Like, you can't just lose Devontae like that, man. No, Fuck. I agree. You gotta do something. But yeah, it's it, We'll we'll see what happens. Definitely excited. I know. Just makes you miss it right now. Like, God. Same, but it was nice actually being able to truly enjoy
2: the playoffs because the off season seems so much shorter because yeah. I got like an extra six weeks of the Rams playing. You know, I oh yeah, you
1: or you offered it was the rules, right? What yeah, you, yeah. Well, just the extension and like the adding the, just like I, the change uh, of the. I mean, what do most people? The most I people think a lot like, of people like it. So fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say fair then. um... Because, yeah, it's... I mean, why not? I think a lot of people originally weren't good sure about it because it had been, you know, the 16-game season shit for so long that it was like, dude, these guys already fucking beat their bodies up. But, like, at least they're making it mean something versus another preseason game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the argument is like... players don't like it, though. The argument is a lot of, yeah, the starters don't have to play in the preseason game, they like... They yeah. they're kind of still deciding on who's gonna make the team in that last preseason game, so they get one less like fucking preseason game to really see who they want to start and shit in week one. Yeah, and they like, and it's also just another week of wear and tear before the playoffs. So this is true. Players don't well, necessarily another care. Another we of
2: football. It. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the fan, rules. As a fan perspective, it was the rules. I'm all
1: for it. <laughs> Fuck. Get yeah, one more for us, Tim. Uh no I'm pretty how did that happen I think because we mixed it up and shit because I'm pretty sure I settled yeah I think it. you did all three yeah oh, cool. we just got but you went first that was what was weird yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that was yeah, all that was, those that, was that I didn't even realize fully realize you still had that one whenever you were doing it I was like okay yeah that's I uh damn because he I think he threw out a couple of them
2: yeah, I a few. I mean, a few of them. Oh,
1: yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely enjoy it. The good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> it's, yeah. Kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, it yeah. It's always a good conversation starter, fucking, to, like, incorporate. Because you can bring up anything you want to bring up. Like, so that's why it's always good if you want to, like, and talk it gets, about it. It gets it, you know, going, especially if, like, you want to, you know, like, you get to throw out your opinion and then those. Trail off into other conversations and shit like that, and stories get brought up and whatnot. It's like, it's always been a fun segment. Mm-hmm. All right, so what match are you most excited about for at WrestleMania? Should we pull up the card? Let's pull up the card. No, I know. Do you um, know them? I mean,
2: as much as it's cliche, it's got to be Lesnar and Reigns because I just know they're gonna, they're gonna be awesome. And then if. My second match would be Styles and Edge. I just feel like they're gonna match
1: up really well. Yeah, that's my first one. I think that's definitely probably my first two, and then Ronda and Charlotte maybe after that, and then like honestly, I'm excited to see Johnny Knoxville and Anything Goes match. I feel like they're gonna pull out Sammy some crazy Zane. shit. They're yeah, really him and Sammy. No, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna
2: let Sami Zayn fuck him up. Probably. And Johnny
1: wants it to happen, so it's sure. like. You looking forward to Ray and Dom versus Logan Paul and the Miz? No, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> about joke. that. I that's mean, a fucking joke. I don't mind it. I like I the mean, Miz a lot. So I like the Miz too. He's he's a great he's heel, funny. great on the, the mic, but and I don't hate Logan Paul. Like it makes sense that he would come in and be a heel. Like obviously, yeah, no, hundred percent. And team with the Miz, I and it gives something for the Mysterios to do at Mania. That's actually like a, a sort of. Relevant, relevant match, and no, they're not sure. just tossed into some shit. No, I agree. So I hate it. Um, what about you? You said Edge and AJ. Oh and yeah, Edge and AJ for sure. There's also Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin's on the card. Oh boy, mm-hmm. and I like Drew, but man, I feel I like, like Happy he... Corbin. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'd be doing more. Like <laughs> Drew fucking was. And the title matches and shit have made it just a couple years ago. I know. He was... Like, that's what people were saying. Like, he was in a like a really prominent spot and all. And, like, they feel like this is a sort of like a downgrade of a spot. But, like... I mean, I don't doubt, like, Corbin's still... Like, he's still there. I mean, there's clearly... Like, Corbin always gets dead. a decent Mania match. That's yeah, the thing. Like, I mean, you know, he pulled it off. He's still there. Like, a lot of people have been released, but it also depends on what plans they have for you. I'm just... In a time, like, when he was kind of stale, though, I have just, I wondered, I was like, okay, he's still there and shit, but, I mean, they've continuously kind of, he's reinvented himself and whatnot, I guess, and, you know, fucking stayed with it. Yeah. What else we got? Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Yeah, that'll be interesting. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think about Pat as an athlete? I mean, Pat is an athlete. He is an athlete. He was a fucking, he was on the Colts. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Well, yeah, I like that. You like it? Mm-hmm. You yeah. a Pat fan?
2: I like him. I just uh, I haven't watched too much of his show, surprisingly, but I like his personality. I like his persona. I like his mic skills. He's a really like good he, commentator, very, and he's kind of doesn't really. He
1: brings soften, enthusiasm,
2: and he doesn't really soften it too too much compared to what we've seen in the past. He's pretty
1: with this awesome theory. He's been dropping F bombs and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. so I'm down with that. Yeah, he's pretty like because he grew up watching like the stuff that was like oh, yeah, edgy 100%. and like he, so he like loves that shit. He like it seems like I'm glad. Did you see uh, on Raw? Rollins was like a whole bunch of times. He's like because he's got left off the Mania card. Still, he's like he he tore apart the like the ringside the barricade and the post Have and you guys he seen the rumors the for his tables, match? and yeah Cody yeah yeah oh like so i mean Seth what maybe Seth comes out and fucking bitches about not having a mania and then, match and then Cody's Cody surprises up maybe yeah cuz they
2: haven't incorporated yeah. him in at all so it's going to be a
1: surprise that would be a huge mania thing to happen though if they do that that would be a huge headline I think they would. I think Cody wants the headline. He's, he up, officially said I think he's. I think he might be back next week because Rollins said at the end of Raw, he was like, "If I'm not on the card by next I week, retire. there won't be a Monday Night Raw or some shit like that." So I guess Monday he said Night he's going. He said he's just going to like shut down the show or something if he doesn't get put on the Mania <laughs> card. That's funny. He's silly. I don't he know just I kept know. saying, "This is bullshit." This is bullshit, and they kept trying to bleep it, but they kept bleeping too late. It was like this is bullshit, and then it was just like a moment of quiet. <laughs> <That's funny>. The <laughs> Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Who's taking it? I kind
2: of like the Rick. I kind of like Rick. The Boogs. Usos Rick, have the Rick. Usos. Boogs. Boogs. <laughs> I love like he's like Nakamura. Ah! like just like so he's it. awesome, and I like his mustache. So
1: you think the Usos are gonna lose the belts to him? I think they. I they think could. They will. They've been on a decent run. They'll probably lose them. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't, don't know. I, Cause the bloodline and Roman like having the belts and shit. It's just been like a thing. No, but they 100%. might lose them. No, a hundred percent. I mean, it's mania, so it'd be maybe the time for him to lose them.
2: For sure, mania is definitely the time. I guess win them or lose them. Just to be on there is fucking awesome. Oh yeah, definitely should be appreciated by those guys.
1: It will be. Well, man, fuck. It's been a good uh, podcast oh yeah, yeah definitely i've definitely enjoyed hanging out with you guys
2: yeah bullshitting about all sorts of various topics <laughs> oh yeah
1: i know we could probably go for a while longer if we oh, 100%. could do it freaking um anything else uh, you want to add in or tell the folks or give a shout out to you or promote your uh, yeah what,
2: what you want to promote oh uh The song that we opened with is OG by Pickle and Avow, P-I-K-L and A-V-O-W. My buddy, one of my best buddies from high school. So go check it out. And Rams are winning the Super Bowl again. Bet on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, it was a good time having you in. Glad we uh, managed to do it. 100%. All right, folks. Great time. We will see everybody next time. Till next time.